Let's crack open a beer and share some thoughts. Welcome to Opinions on Film, and we are on a collision course in terms of what we're about to start watching and what we're about to start drinking as well, aren't we? It's going to be an awesome ride, Steve. This is, uh, we are watching Avengers Infinity War. Um, for those of you that may have enjoyed last year's run through yeah, Avengers Assemble, the two or three of you. <laughs> Expect pretty much <laughs> the same the, thing the, again. The same, where we're just going to be talking over the majority of the film. Exactly, exactly. Well, and we're accompanied by beers. We are. So this is um, Collision Course, which we'll talk more about soon, because we actually want to talk about the intro of the film, don't we? Because it's quite unique in in terms of the Marvel franchise. Well, in terms of the the films up to this date, there's no that Marvel tune we've got used to, Steve, isn't on it, is it? No. We've just got a rather menacing. Score. Very menacing background noise, and then we start to go into what is effectively an SOS. Yep. And the first time as well that we see the Marvel Studios logo change yeah, to with the 10, the 10 in, in the logo, um, obviously signifying that this came 10 years after they started the Avengers franchise. With uh, Iron Man. Yeah, so it feels like a long time ago now. It does. It, well, some ways it does, some ways it doesn't, but I suppose that's partly because we've rewatched the films a couple of times as well. Yeah, yeah. Because we did that in advance of Infinity War last year, didn't we? Yeah. So, we've got an opening scene, which is essentially is the carry-on from the end of Thor Ragnarok, isn't it? Yeah, with uh, presumably, a, a, well, actually it was from the end of it, because didn't we see the ship? Yeah, the ship appeared right at the end, yeah. and, and that was it. And, uh, well, they haven't done well. It doesn't look like they've done well at all, so we've just seen Heimdall yeah. struggling. Alive, but struggling. Whereas a lot of other people look fairly dead. Yes. Now we are missing a few people though, aren't we? We are, who we uh, did get to find know about in uh, in uh, Ragnarok, didn't yes. we? Yes, yeah. So we've got new characters as well, straight up. And, and a returning favourite, it could be said. I would say these days. Yeah. Loki, Loki's one of your favourite villains, effectively, isn't He's he? He's got to be, isn't he? Still walking that fine line between villain and hero, do you not think? More so as we've gone through the franchise. Yeah. He was just a git, weren't he? Yeah. And then, then he became properly git in Avengers. And then it started to soften a little bit, didn't it? He started to come round a little yeah. bit. Yeah, redeem himself. I mean, let's face it, for Ragnarok, it appeared that he was just quite happy pretending to be his dad. Yeah. He had set <laughs> himself up, hadn't he? And he was fine. Yeah, yeah. watching plays about himself. Yeah. <laughs> So here's a, a, a voice and a figure that we've seen before throughout the franchise. Mm. But I mean, how big is Thanos looking on the screen? Bearing in mind, he's holding four with one hand. Yeah. I mean, that's, look. I mean, he's huge, isn't he? Yeah. This is the first time we've actually seen him in all his glory, so to speak. Yeah, isn't we've it? either seen him sitting down or turning round or from the yeah. back. Very rare we actually seen him sort of almost action. Yeah. Now, bearing in mind that Thor's an actual god, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's taken a bit of a beating here, beating here, isn't he, from Thanos? Oh, I do. Killaway. Okay, so default Loki. Yep. Killaway. Kill Thor. Still don't know which side he's on, really, yeah. do we? 
So there's, I mean, there's loads to talk about in this opening scene, isn't there? But we, we should probably mention the beer at some point that we're, we're starting. True, but one of my, I like, there's a line coming up okay. that I really do like. Oh, lo and behold, Loki has the Tesseract. What is that man's obsession with that cube? <laughs> well, four goes, you re- four goes, you really are the worst brother. Brilliant. <laughs> See, look, even then, we're two or three minutes into the film and we've actually had a moment, which is funny. That's admits, one of the things it balances so well. Admits all this desolation and they're killing people which come to know and love slash loathe in equal measure. Yeah. And they manage to throw in that, and then we have the Hulk. I love that, but what he says as yeah. well, we have a Hulk, yeah. which goes right back to Avengers Assemble, doesn't yeah. it? When Tony Stark says that to Loki. Yeah. And he does completely destroy Loki on that occasion. Yeah. Now this is a first. Yeah, Hulk's, Hulk's taking a bit of a, yep. a bit of a beat down. And that was like a little whimper. Mm. He's been hit, he's been hurt. And again, considering the last time we saw Hulk was in Thor Ragnarok and he was all this all-conquering fighting champion. Who'd obviously just never come up against, you know, because effectively we're led to believe that he must have beaten Thor. Yeah. And yet Thanos is taking him out in 30 seconds. He's basically just, he's put the Hulk down, hasn't he? Yeah. Whoops. (laughs) So, you were saying about the beer. Well, well, no, Need, need to still talk about this because <laughs> going back to that thing about Thor being a god how bearing in mind that as we see Thanos at the beginning of this film he's already got one of the stones which we do find out how how he got that but how powerful is he without the stone anyway well, yeah oh also Heimdall's just opened the Bifrost yeah it's like a portable version yeah and he's uh Going to pay Sending for that. Hulk off to somewhere. Yeah. That was a mistake. I mean, the killing's early in the film. Yeah. Oh, it's the first one gone. Right in front of four. It's a shame because I, I, I liked Heimdall, mm. and I would have liked to have seen more of his character. Yeah. We never really, I suppose, in Ragnarok, he got to come out a bit, didn't he? Yeah. Because he was helping all the other Asgardians. But he never played main part. But because he just was such a good character, whenever he was on screen, he you know, sort of owned yeah. it, didn't he? Right, so we've probably got an opportunity to talk about the beer. Yeah, because this, this is just a bit of a patronise now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I think he's, he just gets the next stone here, doesn't yeah. he, basically? So, so this beer, you've uh, we selected as beer number one, mainly on the, uh, on the name, Collision Course. Yeah, because it's a culmination of... 10 years worth of films coming together. Yeah, but not only that, this was um, a beer that the guys at Simply Hops gave to us, Steve. It was. This was the beer that won the um, the competition that we were asked to yeah, judge. Yeah, the, the underdog. Yeah. Um, so this is Collision Course Comet BBC Centennial BBC DDH Dipper. So we're starting uh, quite sensibly. Yeah. What, 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 what are the numbers, Steve? 8.5%. Excellent, 8.5%. We're recording at 20 past two in the afternoon. Yeah, and we've got 330 mils each. Yes. Um, actually, do you know what? I mean, visually, it's very much in the uh, New England New England style, but it's definitely lacking a lot of that sugary cloyness, I, I'm finding. I'd have to agree, actually. It's it, more towards that, I don't know, weak orange squash kind stone of... Stone fruit finish. Yeah. Real soft stone fruits. Mm. 
Um, where are these guys from? Is it, are these guys from Romania? They are, yeah. So they're, they're certainly not a brewery that before the competition I'd, I'd ever heard of. No. Now, so a bit of the background for anyone who hasn't uh, heard a few of the things we said before. So this has got 50% of the hot bill is Comet. Yeah. And then the other 50% they're putting Centennial. Now... I'm happy with that. Yeah, on the, on the day... We did try a lot of these beers with Comet Hop in it, and I'm actually can, I'm beginning to see why this one was definitely right towards the top, at the top. Stands out. I, now I don't think. I don't think we had looking this one. at it visually, we, we would have pulled this one out if we had, if this was one of the ones that we had tried. I'm not sure that this is one we tried. No. But no one no one knows apart from the guys at Sim, Simply Hops. Well, that's it. But I'm enjoying it. I must say I'm, I'm, enjoying, I'm enjoying it. it. Doesn't taste doesn't taste or drink like eight and a half percent though. No. Now, again, for, for this particular film and show that we're recording, we've gone back to... We've, we've tried to pair all of the beers with moments from the film. Either so directly with moments or you'll understand why we've chosen Yeah, there's a bit name. of a theme running through yeah. the name. Yeah, I, mean, I, think, I think we decided it was impossible to put them with the moments. We would have needed about them. a dozen. Yeah. Right, yeah. so just briefly back to the film. And um, Loki's about to take it. Is he... Does he? Well, is he dead? As we're watching it, Loki is being killed. Okay. Whether we believe this is Loki or he's doing some of his little bit of witchcraft, but he did actually try to get... He tried to suddenly turn again, yeah. didn't he? And, and offer Thanos to be a guide on Earth. Yeah. Because what we were talking all over was Thanos saying that there were two more stones on Earth, go fetch them. Yeah. And he said, well, I can help. Yeah. But yeah, so... Loki's dead as well now, so we're two down from from a lot of the characters we know. I think straight away that that sets the tone for the film and, and tells you that it's going to be a little bit, maybe a little bit darker, darker than the usual Marvel fare. Yeah. Bearing in mind that uh, before this we'd had um, Ragnarok and Black Panther, which were both different in themselves and started to set a new tone and direction for. But. Compared to this, still darkness levels were completely different. Oh, absolutely. Maybe more so in Black Panther, leaning towards this. But yeah, but not. not Ra- much. Ragnarok was Thor. Ragnarok was more. There was two photos that was light, fairly light. That could have sat within the Guardians of the Galaxy universe yes. quite, quite easily. Definitely. I don't see how Thor gets out of this bit, to be honest. I, I don't. Because the ship is being destroyed. This is their. Well, effectively, that was their life raft. As that's where Asgard went. But again, he's, Thor is still a god. Which is handy. Yeah. But, yeah. I guess so, yeah. Oh. Looks Hulk's still travelling through space. Luckily, heading towards Earth. He hasn't just landed on Mars. No. Because that would have been rubbish. That would have been unfortunate for him, wouldn't it? So I'm Ooh, heading that's towards... like the old Avengers music. Yeah, yeah. We see New York. For the first time we've seen Doctor Strange since he's since, since his own film. Yeah. <laughs> so Hulk's landed then. Yeah. Oh, and and there's Bruce. He's gone back to Banner. So it was almost. That's it's almost like a pre-credit scene actually. Yeah. Because now we've got the music. Yeah. And we're not used to that. 
so it's just not extended theme tune but we've sort of got into it so i think that kind of introduces it quite nicely right i'm gonna say it now okay stark's tracksuit with the jumper tied round his shoulders is a look that even tony stark shouldn't be allowed to try and get away with surely that's a bit of a nod back to when he was in weird science doesn't matter he, he dressed very much like that as but at least that was in the 80s yeah I suppose. okay I'll, I'll let you have that it's it's a weird material which obviously explains itself later on but it it's not a great look yeah he's still wearing the uh, it's got, I know it's got a name but I'm going to call it the thing in the middle of his chest he's still wearing that well effectively that's his heart it, well yeah but he had that removed at the oh, end yeah, of Iron Man 3 didn't he from his actual body. So I suppose this is like his safety blanket now, isn't it? Yeah. That's how he that's how he pictures it, isn't it? It's to keep them all safe. You finish all my sentences. You should have shirts in your closet. It's nice to see Pepper back though. I mean oh, you saw, saw her at the end of Spider Man. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's um she's definitely his theme running through it. Yeah, because prior to that there was a, a moment where is it, is it Age of Ultron? Yeah, it was Age of Ultron where he, he implied they'd split up. Yeah. Because they had that conversation during those drinks, didn't they? Yeah. No, the, it was Civil War. One of them. There was, there was a bit where they had the little conversation. Yeah. And was it Cap said to him? Yeah. Sorry yeah. to hear about you and Pepper or something. But yeah, so it was an implication. And then she appears on Spider Man. Yeah. Oh, no, but Bruce ain't okay. He's just giving you soft, just soft a man hug. Yeah. I like this. We get a little Infinity War stones. I think stones. you need this. Yeah. Because even as invested as we are in the whole universe, it was great to have this. Because we've seen this before. In, it's been in at least two previous yeah. films within the franchise. But this is a, a nice little wrap-up. And also brings us firmly into where Doctor Strange fits into the whole yeah. plan. Mind. And time. Oh, there's a nice little bit of theatre when he opens the time stone as yeah. well. Tony looks properly worried, doesn't mm, he? Yeah. This stage. I like the way they've stuck with the fact that Bruce isn't wearing his own clothes. Because none of it fits. Yeah. The sleeves are too long. They've had to just find stuff for him because generally he lands with no clothes on. Yeah, when he lands. Yeah. So that's, again, just a nice little touch to detail, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. He just got whacked. By the cape. Yeah. <laughs> If they don't stay till six, why don't we just stick this one down in the garbage disposal? Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm doing it. See, actually, I'm, I actually, I agree with Stark's plan. Yeah, why just destroy one of them? Yeah. Or hide it, or carry on keeping it on the move. Yeah. Why wait with it? Well, we see later on, don't we, that, that the Vision is prepared to sacrifice himself for the greater good, yeah. but they wouldn't allow it to happen. Yeah, and again, it was actually a good plan. Yeah. And almost, you know... Uh, there, are, there are many mistakes that they make that they could undo almost yeah but I like the fact that 
Stark and Strange immediately aren't getting on. No, because they're similar. Because they're so similar. Yeah. Their characteristics. Especially, especially yeah. if you go back to how we first met Doctor Strange. Yeah. I mean, Tony Stark levels of arrogance all the way through. Well, even more so. <laughs> did he say, did he say shit? I think, I think under his breath, yeah. I see, the Hulk doesn't know this stuff, does he? No. Bruce doesn't know. God, we haven't caught up in a spell, have we? No. You just broke up. We're toast. Broke up? Like a band? Like, like the Beatles? <laughs> I like the way he references the Beatles. <laughs> I thought you might. Tony, listen to me. The phone's gone. Thanos is coming. It doesn't matter who you're talking to or not. And we know that Tony has his number. Yep. But he's got the phone, hasn't he? He's got it? the phone. Which was delivered to Mr. Stank. Mr. Stank. <laughs> <laughs> Still one of my favourite Stanley cameos yeah. ever. There it is. He can't do it though, can he? Just can't bring himself to call no. him. Like the phone though. Flip top. Yeah, it's a right call back, isn't it? I wonder if they'll ever come back though, the kind of ones. Mm, I don't see it. Protect your screen without yeah. having to buy a screen protector. It's brilliant. So something's coming. Something is coming. So the beer. We both almost finished it. It's, it's really, really drinkable. Yeah. It it doesn't um I know we say this a lot, but it doesn't taste anywhere near eight and a half percent. No. It's, it's so much lighter than that. And as I think you pointed out at the beginning, there's none of that sugariness in there no. that you normally associate with no, this style No, I'm of actually really pleased that, again, I can swear whether we tried this or not on the day, but it is a really, really nice beer. I can see why it won. Oh yeah, can, definitely. Because we did get to try the top three yeah. beers at the end as well. As well yeah, so we? you know, thank you again to Simply Hops for inviting us down and for letting us share a couple of these afterwards. Yeah, yeah, thank well. you very much. So yeah, we're enjoying that. Very good. Right, so they're in New York. New York's taking a, a beating again. I'm surprised there's any of New York left. They must have rebuilt really quickly. How many times now? I mean, this is what six years on from. There's no what way you, there's no way you could have cleared up all that mess after no. in six oh. years. Oh, Spidey sense. That's the first time we've seen that as well. We didn't get to see it during the Spider-Man no. film. But again, direct callback to the other films. I love the way his mate has got effectively a cameo. Yeah. I love that. He managed to distract him. Oh. oh. Stan. Stan's driving the bus. Yeah. RIP Stan. Oh yeah, to Stan. For giving us many moments that we've uh, enjoyed and will continue to enjoy. Long before the Marvel Cinematic Universe turned up as well. Yeah. Comics, cartoons. Yeah. Even the Spider-Man series from the late 70s. Yep. When it looked like he was wearing PJs. And the, I mean, we haven't said it yet, but I'm sure people would guess by now. There are going to be spoilers. 
during this. Oh yeah, sorry, not, maybe we should have said that at the start. Not just for this film, um, but also we're going to be dipping in and out of Captain Marvel. Yeah, and as, as well. the trailers we've seen for Endgame may also get a mention. Yes, so... Um, hashtag, hashtag will get a mention. The only reason I've mentioned that is because obviously the intro to Captain Marvel was actually a kind of tribute to Stan, it was, wasn't it? It was, it was like all flashbacks of his cameos wasn't yeah, it yeah and that was just brilliant yeah really touching those glasses as well yeah. he's, he's always got a line hasn't yeah. he has the baddie got like a bit of an English accent I think so yeah so we get again English bad guy yeah <laughs> Now this uh, this was a bit of a surprise, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so Tony and Bruce ready to stand up as Iron Man and Hulk, and um, it's not really working. Hulk doesn't want to come out, does no. he? No. Where's your gun? I don't know. I'm starting to have my thing. There's no time for a thing. <laughs> 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 this bit of a continuing theme throughout the film as well. This isn't it? Yeah. But again, it's a nice little interesting subplot. Yeah. <laughs> I love the way you started referring to him as the wizards as yeah. well. Not a million miles away though. No. So basically he's been benched. It seems that way, yeah. Now yeah. the tracksuit is improving here. This Iron Man suit though, it's something else, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Do you know what it reminds me of? T Terminator 2. Yeah. With the whole way it just all melds rather than it comes in parts. And it's it's so much more than just the suit now. Yes. It's it's like a walking weapons device. Yeah. He's a he's a walking weapon of mass destruction. Basically, yeah. Isn't that what they said to him in one of the films? In one of his original oh, it might have been, backstories. It would have been around about the time of that being mentioned, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. The Iraq War. Oh, the wizards are doing their trickery. This, this bad guy whose name has escaped me, I have to admit, he's pretty nifty himself though, isn't he? They are, because oh, there's four of them, aren't there? Yeah. And again, he fits, the way they are, fits in more with Doctor Strange, because it feels like almost magic yeah. he's using, doesn't it? Well, they're, well they're, called, they're called the children of Thanos, aren't they, I, I, I think? But I, I, well, I've never researched their names. That's effectively um, a cult, isn't it? Yeah. Each, and each of them have got their own kind of skill set yeah. and power set which Definitely. we don't really get to investigate <laughs> <laughs> so Banner's slapping himself around the face trying to get the Hulk to come out and the Hulk's just gone no brilliant hey man, oh <laughs> where you come from the field trip <laughs> <laughs> Which, in layman's terms, is absolutely spot on. Basically, sums it up. Yeah. Oh, nice. I mean, this is where we see that in in the time since Doctor Strange to this film, he's properly honed his skills now, yes. isn't he? And we're seeing the full impact of what he can do. Yeah. Exactly. 
Oh, a little bit like Raiders of the Lost Ark there. Yeah. Where he went to grab the amulet and burnt it into burnt his hand. hand. Yeah. Oh. I mean, this is into the action pretty early on as well, isn't it? Oh, there's no... There's, to be fair, I always thought there's no real pause in this film, but there is. But you just don't notice it. No. It certainly doesn't feel the two and a half hours that it that it is. No, I mean, it might be to people listening to us at the moment. Yeah. Well, like we've said, you wait until you get the three-hour version next yeah. year. Right then. Beer number two then, Steve. Okay. So, quite on point with this one at the we moment. We are on point with this one. As, as well. And, and this was... We'll say we decided on this a few weeks ago, actually. Yes. Um, but we're drinking the original classic Stone IPA. Yeah. Uh, but the version brewed in Berlin, which, just dipping into beer news for a second, obviously we heard yesterday that Brewdog have basically bought the Stone Berlin site. Brewdog have bought their parents out. Essentially, yeah. Their, their mentors. Yeah. Their inspiration. So Stone Berlin will become Brewdog Berlin in a couple of months time. Yep. I think end of April is when Stone move out, Brewdog take it over, a couple of months later it will be a Brewdog bar. Yep. Now they're still, they're going to be brewing Brewdog beers, but they're still going to be brewing Stone beers as well, aren't they, as, as part that's, of the... That's what it sounds beer. like. Um, so they'll probably have to increase capacity somewhere along as part of the redesign as well, but amazing news. I mean, yeah. I think someone said it on um, Twitter yesterday, it might have been Shane Swindell, Swindells, he said, um, Fridays is like just opening an advent calendar every week. <laughs> well, it's becoming that way, isn't yeah, it? So yeah, so who knows what the next Friday will, will no, have. I, I know, but it's, it's still massive news, though, isn't it? That? It's an astonishing investment. Yeah. Astonishing level of investment. It, it basically, I mean, for all intents yeah. and purposes, cheers, cheers. it takes Brewdog to a new level now, doesn't it? Well, it does. I mean, anyone who's either been to Stone Berlin or seen the, the site where it is, now, yes, it's out of the way, but... It's an awesome place. It is. But we, we were chatting earlier that we think maybe they'll reduce the size of the the, the bar or the servery area. I'm convinced they will. And, and maybe put in a bit more brewing space in there. I think they will, because if they're going to be trying to keep up their distribution for mainland Europe, maybe in light of possible implications from Brexit, and also um, contract brewing for stone, I think capacity will have to be increased. Yeah, without doubt. Now, the first thing I noticed about this beer, after the first beer, is how bitter this is. And it's crisp, isn't it? Yeah, it's... this is properly bitter. Yeah. But that's what this, this beer was always known for, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, while we were talking Stone and Brewdog there, um, a few significant moments in the film. Yeah, so uh, Spider-Man sort of effectively did another pop culture reference. He's been beamed up to space, wasn't yeah. he? Um, and Tony has done his best to save him with his new suit. With Spider-Man's yeah. new suit, yeah. And now um, he's uh, on the phone to Pepper, but apparently he's now out of range. Well, that's because they're... Heading in, into space. In, into space, basically. Spider-Man's still hanging on. Yeah. As, as usual, not doing anything that Tony Stark tells so him. So basically, to. what you're saying is he's, uh, he's a teen who gets advised to do something else and then ignores it. And, and does the opposite, yeah. If only we knew any teens like that, Steve. <laughs> oh, if only. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. There's the phone. Yep, which Bruce has gone back to retrieve. So already we've got some of the some of the Avengers are in space. 
Yeah, so we've got we've got separation, haven't we? Basically, yeah, yeah. straight away. So that's already moved things on. Yeah. And uh, Bruce is phoning Steve. It's getting straight into it. I love that space. So we've, we literally get a first introduction of, of Tony and Spider-Man being taken into space. Quick callback for the fallout on Earth. Back into space. And now we're into a Guardians film. 70s tunes going. <laughs> it can only mean one thing, can't it? Yep. Straight away, a Guardians film. The first time you see this and it just switches to this. It's a Guardians film. Yeah. Even the colouring with the yeah. space. It was just Guardians. Yep. Jax looks like me on a train. Yep. <laughs> and now open. everyone seems to have now got into Quill's vibe with yeah. the music. Well, say everyone, all by one, maybe. It's a distress signal rocket, someone could be dying. I get that, but why are we doing it? Yeah. Well, nice. Maybe whoever it is will give us a little cheddar cheese. Which isn't the point. Which isn't the point. <laughs> if he doesn't pull it up, take a shoot. Exactly. <laughs> Bingo. All right. So there, we've got the whole crew, and we have an annoying teen it on it as well. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you just have to sit back and appreciate <laughs> Guardian's dialogue, don't yeah. you? But all he's done is gone, I'm Groot. Yeah. <sighs> In a slightly deeper, grumpier voice. <laughs> it's, it's like I say, it's the way he's sitting, it's his facial expressions, yeah. it's everything. He's a, he's a teen. Yeah. Looks like we're not getting paid. So they're basically going through the debris of what happened there's Guardian ship. Yeah. And it appears falls alive. It does. How the hell is this dude still alive? He's not a dude. You're a dude. This is a, this is a man. Say <laughs> <laughs> so straight into Guardians type it's, of dialogue, isn't it? It's brilliant, isn't it? One sandwich away from fat. Yeah, right. What? They're talking about Quill having a little bit of weight around his uh, jowl, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> Quill's paying no attention to the rest of it now, is no. he? So four and the Guardians have met. Yeah. Which fans have been talking about ever since Ragnarok, really, isn't it? Well, because it's a new Thor, isn't it, essentially? Yes. It's a, it's a much 
lighter Thor than the original, more theatrical version of Thor that we saw in the early days. Yeah, he's a lighter Thor, but he's also now lost yeah. stuff as he's gone along, hasn't he? Yeah. He hasn't actually literally got much left. Well, he's, he, no hammer. No, no hammer. He's lost an eye. No planet. Lost his parents. Yeah. Lost his girlfriend. His, his brother's just died. Yeah. It's, it's a different... I suppose we've got to remember is that Quill is effectively a teen as well, isn't he? Yeah. Because he never had a parent after he left Earth. He, the best he had was uh, Yondu, wasn't it? Yeah. And that's not necessarily your best parent material. And basically, he's just jealous. Yeah, that's essentially. What are you doing? Taking a pod. No, you're not. Not taking our pod. Brilliant. Your voice. Oh, you're making your voice deeper. <laughs> Brilliant. He is. He is just being childish. He's, he's actually he? doing a great impression of yeah. Thor, though, isn't it? Yeah. Well, Chris Pratt, Chris Pratt used to do Saturday Night Live, didn't he? Did he? I think so. Or he's done this kind of impersonation before. Yeah. Isn't he? yeah. So it's not a shock that he can no, do that no, kind. I like this, we get a little bit of a brief history how yeah. some stones have moved on already. There we go, a little bit of history there, what we needed. Yeah, although we don't know how Thor found that out. It's true, it must have happened in the pre-scene before Thor was being dragged around by his head. Yeah. As for the soul stone, well, no one's ever seen that. No one even knows where it is. Therefore, Thanos can't get it. Therefore, he's going to nowhere. Hence, he'll be getting the reality stone. You're welcome. Then we have to go to nowhere now. Wrong. But well, we have to go. Nice bit of Dr. logic Dr. and deduction from mm -hmm. four there. <laughs> the rabbit is correct. Brilliant. A continuing theme that isn't it through the Guardians films. Yeah. No one calls him a raccoon. No. Let me just ask the captain. Little throwback to old four there, though. Will you join me on my quest? Yeah. <laughs> my backpack. My ship. I'm not going there. Wait, what kind of what, what kind of weapon are we talking about here? The Thanos killing gun. Don't you think that we should all have a weapon like that? No. You should be not constrained to wield them. Your bodies would crumble as your minds collapse. Do the dialogue is so snappy. It's brilliant, isn't it? So snappy. Yeah. You already 
I got it figured out. We got two ships and a large assortment of morons. Again, that's... He still played his game. <laughs> Groot still played the game. It's just where it shows the brilliance of the MCU universe, though, that they're essentially able to bring in Guardians dialogue, drop it into an Avengers film, and you're cool with it. Yeah. It works. Yeah. And again, another split coming up. Mm. So we're gaining multiple directions here already. But that's what they did so good with this, because there's, there's, there's no way with the amount of characters that you've got to use in this film that you could have them all together all the time. I know, but even in the other Avengers films, they generally did work together most of the time. Yeah. But you didn't have the same range of people in it. I mean, Guardians have got six people on their own, haven't they? Mm-hmm. Yes. And so we now take another jump as well. Yes, and we're in Scotland. And we've got Vision and... Well, and Vision's looking rather different. Scarlet Witch. Vision's looking a lot more like Paul Bethany than he normally well, does. Oh yeah, he's basically got human skin now. Yeah, so he's definitely evolving, and it would appear these two are more are definitely a lot closer than they were last time. Yeah, it looks that way, doesn't it? Bearing in mind that in Civil War, weren't they on opposite sides? Um, they did fight on opposite sides. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, it didn't harm their relate their budding relationship. And uh, they've picked a, a, a night in Scotland when it's raining, just to make sure everyone knows it's Scotland. Actually, that's interesting what, what you say there, because at, at the end of Civil War, she was locked up in the, in, in the prison with, along with the others who had gone against Iron Man's team. Yeah, but we know that the Cap freed all of them. Yeah, but so, so where does Vision come into that? Well, I think we get that implied a little bit further down the track, okay. don't we? So Prince, this has evolved from someone who was Jarvis's voice. Basically to to vision, to actually having Paul Bethany a playing human, a part. A human f- form, yeah. And we've gone fine. We're, we're cool with this. Yeah, not even questioning it. No. Because that's completely normal. Yeah. And he's just opened up his heart and it looks like she's ignoring him. <laughs> yeah. Because she's seen something happening on the screen behind yeah. him. Uh, I think they know trouble's on its way. Mm. Tony Stark is missing. Now this is being or very faithfully recreated, but this is we will deep fry your kebab. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> With a little Scottish fag underneath it. Oh, but this is. I'm sure this was all filmed in around Waverley Station. This is why it's all so dark. Oh, well. okay. I'm sure that when I went when I was up there, a lot of these because I've been up to them a couple of times, it looks very familiar, or it's been so well recreated. Now we're seeing again an evolution of what she's able to do with her powers. Yeah, here. she's got a massive element of control over what she does now. Yeah. Before she was well, like Civil War, she didn't want to use them, did she? No. Because every time she used them, she felt like she was causing a problem. Whereas now. You know, she's helping to stop Vision implode on himself almost. Yeah, yeah. So her powers are, like you say, evolving. So this is, this is essentially the other two children of Thanos have gone to Scotland to retrieve this stone. Yes, because they um, know that it's in 
they, yeah. can, they can track stones obviously can't they and one's in vision but if there was a shop open selling kebabs there should have been people around that's that's the one thing with this there's no one around is there no and we're in the centre we're in the centre of Edinburgh there would have been people around yeah. even when they go into the train station in a moment there's no one in the train station yeah but that's understandable because generally you don't have train. you might have trains running through the night but you don't have passenger trains running mm-hmm. through the night yeah but you would have people on the streets of Edinburgh if a shop's open selling kebabs then there must be people going to the kebab shop I may be focusing on kebabs just a little bit too much there. I was going to say, it's yeah, you, you are getting a bit yeah. obsessed with kebabs. I mean, I don't know if I want to try a deep fried one, but <laughs> I, I do like a kebab. No, the, the, the kebab is good. You know, that's where the, um, that scene there is where the night train, the sleeper train goes from. Oh, that's around there. That's why I'm pretty convinced it is Edinburgh yeah. Waverley, definitely. So I've got the sleeper train from there with Michael. Nice way to travel. Well, a train goes through in a moment, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Well, they need the train to go through, don't they? Yeah. Okay, so they're pretty much cornered at the moment. Vision isn't going to be much help, is he? No, because he's taken a good beating. Yeah. But the the children of Thanos seem distracted. Yeah. Just ever so briefly, you can see something through the train windows. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant reveal of Steve Rogers coming back. Um, yeah. And um, We're again with the score. Yeah. Oh, Falcon as well. Yeah. Oh. Brilliant. And Black Widow. Yeah. As well. It's more with a very different hair colour. Yeah. From from what we're used to. Yeah, but she's always been a redhead, isn't she? Yeah. In all of them. Vividly so in yeah. at least one oh, of them. Very vividly in Iron Man 2, I think. Yeah, when it was curly. Curly, when she took out all those guards and stuff. Yeah. That's changed the odds a little bit. Oh, yeah. Should have killed them. <laughs> Should have killed them. Should have killed them. Hey, that is very Star Trek. <laughs> There's very beam me up kind of action going on there. But they've given up quite easily there, haven't they? They're practical. Yeah. They know there's another time. I love it. Cap is basically Cap. Yeah. But he's got a beard. He's still got his uniform on, but it's like a black version of it. Yeah. It's, it's all the colour's been taken out of his suit. Yeah. They're effectively all on the run here, aren't they? This this group. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're all on the run. Oh, where's home? Now again, this is a real cut to a new a new scene, isn't it? Yeah. That's what they do really well in this early part of the film is they're starting to build the story. It's clear cuts to different moments. It's layers. Yeah. And look, I mean, this is a flashback to the first Avengers film as well. Yeah, got those With flying the, wow things. The Tutari. Yeah. Isn't it? But it's on another planet. It's another planet, but I think we can take by the coloured, the, the green skin. Yeah. That this is a... Uh, because you've got the Tutari there as yeah. well. Basically policing this... 
So they're effectively crowd. what Fantasy's personal army. It would seem so, yeah. Until they got destroyed by Tony Stark. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially. Yeah. Which uh. See, there we go. Okay, so at this point we establish it's a flashback. Yeah. So it can only be two people having this flashback. It can either only be Thanos or Gamora having yeah. a flashback. And it's when where they first meet. She essentially becomes one of his daughters. Yes. Oops. Which is referenced heavily in other films. Yeah. Well. The other Guardians films, isn't it? But is it again? Isn't again? This is a little bit weird, isn't it? For for this kind of film where we're supposed to be, Thanos is a baddie. He's evil. Etc. He's going around taking people out left, right, and centre, and then he has this quiet moment with a daughter of with, with uh, a child of, of a basically. population yeah. that he either wants to subjugate or kill or both. Yeah. Um, and then he's trying to distract her from the slaughter going on behind her. Yeah. And that again, that it, it shows that he's got a softer side, doesn't yeah. it? Which again, we need to see that now for what comes yeah. later. But there is still, it still shows a softer side to him. It's almost like when it's supposed to have what, some sympathy or empathy? Well, it's essentially, you, you can ask that question of, again, is, is Thanos a, a good guy or a bad guy? You know, it's essentially what he's trying to do in his mind is the right thing. Yeah. He, he's got no doubt that he's doing the right thing. The universe is overpopulated yeah. and it needs to be half. People, people die because of it, isn't it? It's probably. Yeah. That's just a means to an end. Yeah. So we've got this bit here where Gamora is effectively saying, if I get caught, you kill me. Yeah. Very quiet, very soft scene. And I've almost finished my Stone IPA. I've, I, yeah, I've, I've almost done with mine. It's, um, I mean, the thing for me with this is it just, just remains incredibly drinkable as a, as a beer. Yeah, but I mean, you know. But again, even that, I mean, 6.9%. Probably feels like it more than the first one because of that bitterness, I think, always, for me, makes you think of a higher ABV beer, mm. the bitterness. Yeah. So this, for me, feels stronger than beer number one. Like I say, I think, I think you nailed it in what you said there. It's the, uh, that, that, that bitterness brings that through. It, yeah. It, it, it possibly bring, brings through the alcohol a little bit more. Yeah, and it's you know, as well. beautiful can. Plenty of green on there for you, Steve. So, love it. Plenty of green. There's love even the pictures green. of hops. Yeah. And we've got the, the iconic stone devil, effectively. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does say on the side, visit us at Stone Brewing World Bistro and Gardens Berlin. Need to put little stickers on there yep. until April the 30th. Not anymore, yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, that's just tasting fantastic. And had quite a nice little age on that as well, didn't it? That was only canned less than a couple of months ago. I think, yeah, because right? I think that's been one of their ongoing issues, isn't it, with the Stone IPA is yeah. being able to get things on on the shelves in Tesco's that have done well in the stock rotation yeah. as, as well. But we'll stop the beer chat there. Cause <laughs> just another brilliant scene. <laughs> Hour? Are you serious? I've mastered the ability of standing so incredibly still. <laughs> so Drax thinks he's invisible by standing still. Yeah. But he's eating crunchy food. You, you're eating his argument. <laughs> my movement. So slow. But <laughs> it's imperceptible. Hi, Drax. <laughs> <laughs> Not invisible then. Yeah. 
<laughs> but still. Now, right, I've got a problem now. This okay. is my first problematic scene. Why is that? Why are they going to nowhere? To... But she's just said, so Thor has said he's going to nowhere. Okay. Thor. Thor has said that Thanos is going to nowhere. She has basically said she's the only person who knows where the Soul Stone is. So why would you be trying to take on Thanos? Oh, well, you certainly wouldn't be taking her there. No. You would have sent her with Thor. Exactly. This is this is what I'm saying about the, the, the whole thing. And this this might play a little bit into the, the theory that I imagine we'll start getting onto about Ingo. Well, we, can start, we can start mentioning is, it now. Is that there, there are simple little things that each of them could have done differently that would have changed the outcome. And, and I wonder... Okay, we'll, we'll get into it now. I wonder if in Endgame we're going to see an element of time travel or reality altering. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> They've basically ignored his <laughs> Quill's stopping point. Now, just that little scene there in one of those uh, cabinets was a blue man. Okay. Now, this is one of the things with the Russo Brothers films. They often do a little nod back to some of their other films. And one of the other films they'd done had a guy who wanted to become part of the Blue Man group. Yeah. And he's appeared as one of the exhibits in the collector's oh, okay. collection there. Uh, similar to um, in Civil War, one of the vans, with, you know, the ones that had the stairs on the back to connect up to the yeah, aircraft, yeah. that had also appeared in one of their films as well. So they had these little nod backs. But that's the sort of thing that, until you've seen it so many times, and or someone has pointed it out to you, you've got no idea that's happened. Yeah. Because it's just there. You know, it means nothing because it's not actually part of the storyline. But, yeah, why, 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 why had they gone to try and take on Thanos? Because as well, Drax, Drax is still in that mindset of he, he still wants to kill Thanos. Yeah, because he killed his people, his wife and his child. And that still goes back to the original Guardians Yeah, the film. first Guardians. <laughs> She's good, isn't she, with that sleep thing? Yeah. That'd be quite a handy thing to have sometimes, yeah. wouldn't it? I think when you wake up at four o'clock in the morning because it's light outside, sleep. Not not sure my, my teenage son would need it, though. <laughs> More wake. <laughs> and there's that wry smile on his face again that you brought her to me. Yeah. Right, now ever so briefly here, it looks like Thanos has been taken out. First time you saw this, did, briefly, did, did you think? Briefly it crossed my mind, but only because I'm, I'm thinking that I can't see what else might have happened here. Yeah. But they don't let you stay with that moment for long. But no. Well, for one, it's far too early on in the film. Well, there is that. <laughs> but Gamora's crying. So although this is a man that she hates... She's she's killed she's killed him and now she's upset. Yeah, father. So while while you're admiring that scene, I'm going to pour the third beer, Steve. Okay, okay. so the name of this beer, Brewdog, Declassified Demigod. Hello, Demigod. <laughs> Indeed. Well, actually, yes. God. Yeah. Not even a demigod, Thanos, practically. Everyone's getting a bit of a nod in this film. You know, the collector's been in, what, two or three of the films? Mm -hmm. And he's still getting a nod here, briefly. Yeah. But he's still getting a nod, isn't he? Do you think we're going to see many of these 
lighter moments in Endgame, or do you think the whole thing is going to be somewhat darker? It, well, okay, spoiler alert. So one of the trailers has Ant-Man standing at the gate, and that's quite amusing. But whenever Ant-Man turns up, you know there's going to be yeah, comedy. But he's he's standing up saying, hello, helped you in Berlin. Yeah. I know you know I'm Ant-Man. So straight away, there's that, a little element. I think they'll still keep that. I think they'll still keep I think it's, it is part of their MO, though, isn't it, with Marvel? It is, but like I say, I think from the trailers that we've seen and obviously, you know, what comes to pass at the end of this film, we're heading into a very dark period and the whole feel of the trailer, trailers feels a lot darker. Yeah, but there's, that, there's also that moment where Thor meets Captain Marvel in the trailer and there's Brilliant. that little wry yeah. smile from her with, the, with what he does. And again, he just goes, I like this one. Yeah. So I think, I think again, I think you can, you can trust them to do it in the right place. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so he has the reality stone as well then. Yeah, Judging so by, that, he's ju- got three of the stones now. Yeah. So that's halfway, isn't it, already? Yeah. So we're less than Early halfway on. through the film and he's got three of the stones. But at this point, we, we don't know where the soul stone is. No. So we know the other two are on Earth. Yep. We know Gamora knows the location of the soul stone, but we don't know where that's it is. That's all we know. So, um, here you go, cheers, Cheers. Steve. So this is a barrel-aged imperial milk stout. Yeah, 14.1%. Sensible. Ooh. It's got some nose on that it. That has got a nice it? aroma, hasn't it? You promised. You promised. Wow. Oh, God, that's good. That is good. Okay, so I've got to jump in because it's yep. another one of those moments where Quill could have done what was asked of him and killed Gamora. Yes. But he chooses not to. Yeah, and there's payback for this moment later on in the film. Yeah. More than once, actually, there's payback to this moment. Well, Quill fucks up quite a lot, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> it's just that in the Guardians, in the Guardians films, he gets away with his yeah. fuck ups. In but this film, he doesn't. Later on, he's directly responsible once again yeah, that's for, them, they, for an opportunity where they could have stopped Thanos. There's at least two moments where this particular decision or indecision pays back. There's at least two of those moments coming up, and by the time he actually has the guts to do it, Thanos has worked his uh, reality stone magic. And um, basically, he looks like a West Ham fan now. <laughs> firing, firing bubbles into the air. I, I was, I was wondering, <laughs> I was wondering where that was going. Yeah. And I was like, what? Good and, one, and, yeah, good one, though. Eh? Very good, very good. See, I can get a football reference in, even right. if it's about the hammers. A, a little bit about about the beer. Um, this is um, a blend of two giant stouts each loaded with intense espresso, bitter chocolate molasses and roasted malt that have been barrel aged in grain whiskey barrels. You get the molasses. There's some sweetness on the, yeah. on, on the lips and the tongue of that beer. Okay, so, Roadie? Yeah. So this is a bit of an upgrade from Skype meeting, isn't it? Yeah. So he's basically a hologram in their meeting room and he's, uh, so he was in the Hulk film, wasn't he? He was, yeah, and, and he was in Civil War. Civil War. Yeah, so he was. So the guy we're talking about is what Secretary of State? Yeah, but in in the comics, he be, he's Red Hulk as well. So I don't know whether they'll ever bring that into the the film universe. Okay. Interesting scene. The the fugitives they're looking for have all just turned up. Yeah. I like the way the hologram you can just walk around wherever you like. Yeah. 
every fire. Do you think all is forgiven? I'm not looking for forgiveness. And I'm way past asking permission. Rogers has changed. It's like he's ripped the white bits off of his uniform. Mm. To show maybe a darker side to it. It's been done on purpose. So the, the elements are still there. Or, you know, as they say, they look like crap. Well, they've been on the run for what? Yeah. Two years at this point, essentially. And Steve has no other clothes to wear. Yeah, apparently not. Uh-huh. Managed to grow an immaculate beard, though, in that yeah. time. So he still manages to find somewhere where he can get that trimmed. Yeah. But you have to you keep it quiet. It's good to see Rody up and walking yes. around, though, yeah. isn't it? Really look like crap. So we'd seen seen that was it was it was it Spider Man? Yeah, it was Spider Man where we saw him towards the end getting his legs back. No, end of Civil War. Oh, was it the Tony Stank scene? Oh yeah. Oh, oh. Banner's back as well. Yeah. Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> Everest. Yeah, I'm back. Bit of a uncomfortable reunion there. Yeah, which they do actually note, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> Falcon just goes this is awkward yeah so brilliant they have even just a little relationship moment thrown in as well yeah see <laughs> brilliant absolutely brilliant I like that that actually gave you the explanation as to why two of the main characters don't appear in well this. characters we've known so Hawkeye we've known since the first four film yeah and they've explained why he's not there because he had to take a deal to look after his family. Yeah. And Ant-Man's not there for the effect to be the same reason. So it's a both of those. But it's also introduced Ant-Man to the Hulk. Yeah. So it's a both of those. We've seen in the trailer for Endgame, yes. Hawkeye on his farm with his family, teaching his daughter to fire an arrow. Which looks like a flashback scene. Because it's a very different hairstyle. It's a very different and hairstyle. I wonder if when we see that film in the film, there's going to be a little bit of a dusting going on there or I don't know if we'll see it or unless we see it because he sees it in his head yeah. all the time and then in where does he go to get that dodgy haircut though I mean, God oh, knows yeah. well not just that he's got a full sleeve tattoo now as well yeah, in, and, uh, in, in the most recent trailer and a samurai sword that he can just sharpen on his sleeve well he's essentially be started morphing into another character again in, in, in the comic books there's a there's a Ronin character who is an evolution of Hawkeye and that's what they're saying that's what he's becoming He's becoming like more of this samurai character. Well, basically, he's seen his family die. Yeah, he's out for vengeance. Yeah, and if anyone stops him, he's, he's going to kill him. Exactly. And he's moved on from using just a bow yeah. and arrow. And then also, in because after um, Infinity War, we had Ant-Man and Wasp and Captain Marvel as the two films in between. Yeah. We got a good explanation in Ant-Man and Wasp as well as to why he wasn't involved in this because he was essentially under house arrest. Yes. And again, he explains that both him and Clint were in that. Yeah, but they also, they've got a vested interest in keeping their house arrest because of family. Yeah, absolutely. The rest of them, as far as we keep getting told, there is no real family for them. No. Well, we've not seen that, have we? Yeah. Now we've switched from... Now we've taken another jump. We've switched from the Avengers home base to anyone who recognises the music we've gone Wakanda so Black Panther's up and running brilliant <laughs> Just, I love the way they link everything together yeah but they, the music you know the sound the look we've gone straight back to Black Panther film yeah. here same as we went straight back to the Guardians film in space and that's that's a, 
I know we say it over and over again, but that's what they do so well in this franchise. Yeah. But also, we care. Yeah. Because we've seen these people. We've seen the Black Panther. This is his third outing. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, because he was in Civil War. Yeah. And he had quite a big role in that, to yeah. be honest, because that's when he, his father died. And there is the aforementioned Winter Soldier from, sorry, from the aforementioned film. Yeah. Because they left, they left him here, didn't, yeah. didn't they? Basically, in they froze him again until yeah. they could find a, a a way to fix him. Yes. So essentially, um, because that was alluded to in Black Panther when oh, well, the CIA agent got brought in, and she said, "Oh, good, another white man to work on." <laughs> yeah. Assuming that the first one was Bucky, then because we had no idea of her abilities at that point. No. And now we've left Wakanda. We're, we're in back space. in space. I mean, that was out of all the introductions that we've seen so far. That was the briefest. Yeah. But I think there's obviously a reason for that yes. because that's where we're all going. Also going to finish. Well, we're, 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 we're heading yeah. to Wakanda. Now I don't know about you, but that looks like a precarious position to me. But Doctor uh, Strange is in. It looks like it hurts yeah. as well. Basically, he's got lots of floaty, pointy things. It's essentially, I'd take one of those going within six inches of my eye and I'd be like, have it, have, yeah. have whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whatever the question is. <laughs> yeah. I'm giving in now. But they've, they've no idea that they've basically got two stowaways. Effectively, he has done the typical teen thing and tried yeah. to flick it around. And Tony Stark, in the pa- parent type of way, has gone, "What? <laughs> You've got to blame me for what you're doing." I like that friendly neighbourhood Spider-Man. But that friendly neighbourhood Spider-Man, they used to come up all the time in the animation and yeah. comic books. He was the friendly neighbourhood Spider-Man. And in the original 70s series, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. That was the thing. I love that he said that again. Yeah, so basically back to when he did it in uh, Civil War. This what he did about Empire Strikes Back, wasn't yeah. it? So yeah, brilliant. But again, you've got two different generations talking to each other. Mm. There. I mean, in fact, Tony Stark should know what that film is, but I suppose he was too busy being a boy genius mm-hmm. and a playboy. <laughs> I'm loving this beer. It's incredible, isn't it? That that bitterness in the background, but it's sort of overshadowed by the, the, the chocolate and the molasses is delicious yeah. and only hints of booze as well it's ridiculously drinkable Some there's still something that Brewdog do really well is when they do these big beers mm. and special beers especially the dark ones especially the dark beers that's an impressive suit that Spider-Man has got going on there it's a very impressive suit it actually turns into a spider almost yeah I think it's called the Iron Spider suit in is that what uh, it's comic in the comic book history yeah <coughs> So one of the uh, children of Thanos has been gotten rid of. Extinguished, yeah. At last, a score to the Avengers. Yeah. Now he wants to run. Great. I want to protect the stone. So just back to the brief briefly. 
this was um, one of the beers that was still sent in one of the never end, the never ending advent box. <laughs> yeah, that, that advent box at Brewdog twenty sixteen. Um, we, we held some of them back because we knew we'd be able to fit them into certainly some of the film shows. Well, let's face it. I mean, it, we couldn't do a couple of these on a well, only drinking one, but on a Monday night when we normally we, record. We've said that before though about that advent box, isn't there? That if you were trying to do those on a daily basis, every day during December when you're probably doing more drinking because you're going out, it'd be ridiculous. Yeah. Be absolutely ridiculous. It is fantastic. It's really, really good. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, Doctor Strange. Are we using our made-up names? Yeah. <laughs> In that case, I'm Spider-Man. <laughs> just, I mean, just brilliant dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is just these matchups they're doing. I mean, again, this has got to be well worked out. We'll have the right people playing off each other. So we've got these two big egos who are antagonistic with each other and they're, face, they're effectively facing off aren't they mm -hmm. they are effectively facing off against each other but the thing is at this point we know Tony yeah. we know what he's like we know his characteristics Yeah. but as you said earlier we've seen Doctor Strange in one film Yeah. but we got in that first half an hour that he was Tony's arrogant and an intellectual match yeah. so you knew when you had this scene it was always going to be the payoff you had hoped for. Yeah, which makes it even better, though. Yeah. Now, very interesting. Strange has made it quite clear Stark and Spider Man can die. He saves the stone, and only the stone. Plays out later on that one. Yeah. <laughs> and there's there's the tune yeah so Spider-Man has been effectively knighted <laughs> as by an Tony Avenger. Stark yeah. as an Avenger which is all he's wanted to be for the best part of the company here is he just wanted to be an Avenger because yeah. he, he actually turned it down didn't he at the end of um, yeah. at the end of Spider-Man yeah it was given the opportunity and he said no mm. which effectively he took as being um, a test wasn't it yeah so I think we can both agree that the um, demi dem, de, demi-aged, declassified demigod, only three beers aged, in. the names have gone already. Stout, the, the brew dog thing. Would you like a drop of water? I've, I've just had okay. some. Okay. Would you, you like a lot more water? I'm put maybe <laughs> maybe more water and less. Almost fifteen percent beers. Oh well, but the next one coming up is practically water. It's a massive step down, isn't it? It is. But um, again, this is another quiet scene we're on with Thanos and Gamora having a conversation. Again, you're getting to see the, the, the softer side of Thanos. You're getting mm. to understand a bit more of his motivations around this. And again, you, you begin to question, is, is he actually a bad guy yeah. for, for what he's doing? Because as far as he's concerned, what he is doing is the right thing. Effectively, he's, um, he's almost like the Blues Brothers. As far as he's concerned, he's on a righteous path. Yeah. So, next beer. Heart and Soul from Vacation. So again, fairly much on point because this has been in the supermarkets for a couple of years now, hasn't it? Has, they've had um, a lot of their car range in quite a few supermarkets, haven't they? Yeah. So, effectively, this is their session IPA, isn't it? Yeah. And obviously, we've chosen this because... Well, Heart and Soul. It's about the Soul, soul Stone, soul isn't stone. it? Yeah. 
which becomes in, in terms of in terms of the film I think we've done quite well here because this is kind of the next section of the film is all about the soul stone isn't yes. it and finding it and but again these kind of uh, conversations usually with a baddie you only get one moment in the film where they do that I'm going to give you an info dump about my plans yeah but this it comes all the time with Thanos he's well, so confident so all powerful he doesn't mind sharing his information what he's yeah. going to do well she knows what he's going to do and, yeah. and because she's told others we're still at a point where some of the Avengers team actually don't know what the end game is oh they're in the dark yeah they are in the dark there's very few of them actually know completely what he can do he's, he, he wants the six stones and then he basically wants to click his fingers and in, in that moment he's going to wipe out half of the universe yeah. so effectively what he's been doing he's been doing it piecemeal yeah planet by planet he's turned up wiped out half the population moved on well that just takes ages so until this point then because that's, that's an interesting point you make there until this point that the previous times that we've seen Thanos in cameos in other films he's essentially been getting others to do his work for yeah, him so the attack on New York you could argue I don't it think fouled. yeah but that what that if the Chitari had been successful with the power behind Chitari I think we could quite safely say he would have been able to take out half the population of the world well all of it yeah but he was just he was as far as he was concerned would take out half of it but he was still finding the stones yeah. at that point the Avengers it? bit wasn't for him that was Loki's bit yeah wasn't it so Loki had his plan and it was servicing Thanos at the time. And here we see Nebula, Nebula for the first time, who is essentially being torn apart. L- almost quite literally. Yeah. She's sort of been some sort of force field, suspended animation, she's been hung. So, uh, cheers, Steve. Cheers, mate. Little, little step down, little, yeah. little refresher. Now, obviously, the actress who plays Nebula, she's done all right for herself since she... Uh, was the Eleventh Doctor's first companion, hasn't she? Yeah. Yeah, she's been in three of these. She's going to be in the next one. So she's been in two Guardians, hasn't she? Yeah, well, obviously seeing the trailer for the next one, yeah. she's in it. So So she's going to be in at least four of them. Yeah. She was in Jumanji. She was... Have you seen Jumanji? Yeah. Brilliant in that. Yeah. Absolutely. In fact, I'd, I'd say that film was absolutely fantastic. The way yeah. those actors portrayed themselves as teenagers in adult bodies and teenagers in adult bodies but not the bodies they're expecting to be in yeah that was brilliant yeah you know and um, we, we haven't mentioned but we do have a, a an audience today so uh, your son George and uh, my fiance Michelle and Michelle waving from the Michelle's favourite new who companion is, is definitely uh, Amy played by Karen Gillan I'd, I'd agree actually in, in terms of interesting all, one because that splits fandom there's a lot of people who don't care for it Really? Yeah. I think a lot of that has to do also with the character of Rory and her relationship with Rory. I was just about to say, was it the whole Rory thing and bringing him in as a yeah. character as See, well? See, I liked Rory, but I was, you could never really invest in their relationship. So I think that's perhaps where you lost a little bit yeah. of it. So we just saw a recording from Nebula. Yep. Because she is, she's part machine. Yep. Where um, Gamora was basically revealing that she knew the location of Soulstone. So Thanos knew that because he had seen that and he's just telling her that he knows that she knows where it is. And basically, I will torture your sister to death even though you two have never really loved each other. Yeah. Until you tell me. You say that. Until the end of the last film. But in Guardians 2, Gamora tried to start 
rebuilding that bridge. Yeah, but and they Nebula was so hell bent on revenge. But but then by the end of it, it had changed a little bit. What's a tweet? Everybody's seen so effectively he said that speaking Groot on Asgard was a, a subject you could opt to take yeah is how I took that how often would you need to speak Groot though I don't surely there's only one Groot or is, or is Groot a race now? well it sounds like it is if you have it as an option to learn a language it's not just because of one individual well no because Groot's only words are I am Groot yeah so therefore and it can mean a range of things yeah so it's how you say I am Groot so, so is, is Groot a race well that's what I'm are saying are they all Groot no 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 I'm, I'm saying that there is a race of Groot tweet Groot Groot trees okay and because otherwise why would you learn a language yeah it's true if it's only one person you ever need to speak to so Even is, though it's dark, it's still <laughs> darkly comedic as yeah, well, isn't it? Yeah, is. it is. That darkly comedic is a very, very good way of putting it, actually. A rage and uh, vengeance, anger. This is the Ragnarok 4, isn't it? Yeah. Clear the mind, so I'm good to go. Yeah, but Thanos we're talking about. He's the toughest there is. So this is, this is our, uh, our well, captain, the raccoon, trying to give a pep talk. <laughs> I would struggle. Yeah. I would struggle to keep the pep talk going when four just keeps saying everyone's dead. Yeah. Tell you what, if I get to the age of fifteen hundred, and I look half and as I good look, as and four I look does, that good. Yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> I reckon Michelle would take that as well. <laughs> the word bastard. Interesting. But is he using that in kind of almost the classical yeah. term of? Effectively, but the it's still the word bastard. Yeah, in a Marvel film, which is effectively a universal. Well, it's P. Well, no, it's twelve, isn't it? Okay, still, I don't think this word would have passed a twelve, maybe twenty-five years ago. No, but then they've used shit in yeah. Marvel films before. Yeah, interesting though. Yeah, but it's just when he said it, he sort of leaps out the word almost. <laughs> I do like the muttering under the breath yeah. at times. I mean, this is the most unlikely pairing of, of all of them, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, four has been given Groot and the Raccoon. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Brilliant. And, and all that part collecting yeah. that, that he does has now come to fruition. He's, he's given four an eye. Yeah. Thank you, sweet rabbit. I love the way that, as a teenager, he wants Groot to see what's is having a look. Yeah. And he looks away. Look, Groot is watching. It's exactly what Mike would do. If that yeah. was being for real, who would watch it? And I would look away. <laughs> that eye all yeah. over the place. <laughs> I don't think this thing works. Everything seems dark. Yeah, it's not your eye. It ain't the eye. Genius splitting off, though. So good, isn't it? Yeah. Genius splitting off. Because you couldn't continually have a, ha, had Quill before. No. That wouldn't have worked That either. one scene with them was enough. Yeah. But otherwise it would have got tiresome. Yeah. They, that's the thing. They know when to stop something before it becomes too overused. Yeah. Now they're in a place that neither of us are going to try and pronounce. No. 
but it's basically just a dying star. Yeah, it looks where well, all the weapons are, thought, are forged. Yeah, or were forged once. Yeah, not anymore by the looks of it. And he's still playing. He's got that battery power on that game. is brilliant. <laughs> Bearing in mind it's a 1980s arcade game. Did you have? Did you ever have one of those? I don't know if I did have one of those. Not that particular one. Oh, like but that, yeah. one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they didn't last for that long. No. You maybe got an hour well, out of them. I used to play. Um, even we go back to like the flips, the Donkey Kong with the two screens. I'd have to plug that in. Yeah. For most of the, for a lot of the time. I had a game called Grandstand, which was like basically a football game. Oh yeah. Did you have a caveman? Yes. <laughs> Brilliant. Which <laughs> is quite appropriate. It does look a bit caveman there. It does, yeah, guy. yeah. So, now, correct me if I'm wrong, is this guy from Game of Thrones? He is. Yeah. Uh, Peter Dunklin. Right. Dunklidge. Now, he's a, he, he, he's a dwarf, isn't he? He is an actual dwarf. And in this film, he's a giant. He's a giant. <laughs> but again, it's brilliant because you almost can't see the CGI in this. No. Because he's in those... Um, a sh- bring it back to the beer for a moment but he's in those Estrella little short story things you know the ones they have at the cinema sometimes before the films oh yeah and the Estrella short stories he's in a couple of those or he's at least in one of them as well I thought if I did what he asked they'd be safe I mean I've got to say brilliant choice of actor for this yeah based based on the fact that a, there'll be a lot of crossover between fans of the Marvel Universe and fans of Game of Thrones mm. I mean and I'm not one of them but yes you're right the character that he plays in Game of Thrones is brilliant plus he's also been in Pixels which yeah. was all about kind of that 80s computer games aliens and to, to have selected him to okay. play this character can't be by accident no so it it's turned out but this is the planet where the gauntlet was made yeah basically so that for, so that Thanos could harness the power of the soul stones he had to have something made here and he basically killed the star yes didn't he so they, they couldn't do anything to him yeah so we're back to a nebula being torn apart all put together uh, yeah no yeah I think put back together yeah by what still looks like a Chitauri. Yeah. So there's obviously some of them still around. Yeah, so he didn't get rid of all well, of them. Well, not that one anymore. He's, he's not. <laughs> Nebula's got rid of him. I mean, she's a force to be reckoned with, isn't yeah. she? And I wonder how much that plays out in Endgame, you know? Well, she's quite hard to destroy by the looks of it. Because there are, there are so many stories coming to a conclusion in Endgame. And one of them... Is hers? Yeah, definitely. <coughs> now she basically sent a, a message to the uh, to the guardians, didn't she? To say where they were going. Yeah. yeah. Which is handy because that's where Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, and uh, yeah. Iron Man are going. And this is a, a Titan is Thanos' home planet, isn't it? Yeah, but I don't know when we pick that up or whether we just assume it or something. No, it's, it, it comes yeah. in, in a while. This, the, the interesting scene there, that they're trying to control this ship that they don't know how to control. Yeah. So, Tony's taken one Arm. stick yeah. and Spider-Man's taken the other. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they both have to have their masks on to be able to control it. Well, I think that they knew that we'd better cover your head there's nothing else. So, so is it that 
these suits also protect. Yeah. It's 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 Stark suits there, isn't it? Let me just say, if aliens yeah. wind up implanting eggs in my chest or something, and I eat them. <laughs> Brilliant. So there, that was the first moment, softer moment between Stark and Strange yeah. earlier. I owe you one. And suddenly the remaining. Uh, they got there quickly to tighten the remaining guy. They guardians, got there very they? quickly, yeah. Not often you see <laughs> Iron Man bested, is it? No. Die, blanket of death. <laughs> Die, blanket of death. Brilliant. Drax is fighting the, the, the coat, the cape. <laughs> Why is Gamora? Let's do it. That's where they suddenly yeah. realise. Master, do you serve? Master, do I serve? What am I supposed to say? Jesus? You're from Earth. I'm from Earth. I'm going to serve. Yeah, that's on Earth. <laughs> you're not with Thanos? With Thanos? No. I'm going to kill Thanos. He took my gun. Wait, who are you? You're the Avengers, man. You're the ones Thor told us about. You know Thor. Oh, I love these little links coming all up. All the connections. Yeah, you know Thor, the Avengers. In in that one moment, though, they're all connected. Yeah. Because remember back again to Doctor Strange and Thor Ragnarok. They met. Yes. Didn't they? Well, they, um, they had that little conversation, didn't they? We've done that thing again where we've drunk a whole beer and not spoken about <laughs> it. <laughs> What, what do you think of the Heart and Soul? Heart and Soul Session IPA does exactly what it says. It's a Session IPA. We basically sessioned that. That's all we did with it. Okay. Drink more enough, though. Oh, I mean, it's a, again, I know this is going back to the supermarket stuff we've had a few times, but Heart and Soul, in, in, on some sort of three for five pound or six pound or five twenty-five offer. And we know Vocation have had quality issues since but, their time of going into supermarkets. But, but very much early on. They've, they've sorted that out now, yeah. haven't they? So we've decided to open another beer, as, it, as after all... We haven't had enough so far. At our core, we are a beer podcast. <laughs> um, uh, an IPA podcast, by the sounds of it today. Babyfaced Assassin from Roosters. Which has to be said is... It was, actually, I was going to save that for a second. So okay. let's say Cheers. Cheers. Are you yawning? <laughs> we might not speak here. This is quite a classic scene coming up. Star-Lord is fine. Mr. Lord. <laughs> Brilliant. 
This is exactly how awkward you wanted it to be, yeah. isn't it? Don't call us plucky. We don't know what it means. All right, we're optimistic, yes. I like your plan, except it sucks, so let me do the plan, and that way it might be really good. It's all about the dance off to save the universe. Dance off to save the universe. It's not a, it's not a, it's not I can froze the movie. Exactly. <laughs> Brilliant. I <laughs> love this. It's the greatest movie in history. It never was. <laughs> Maybe we should do Footloose one day. Yeah, but they just mentioned Flash Gordon there as well. Yeah. So that fifty percent of me that's stupid—that's a hundred percent you. Your math is blowing my mind. Excuse me, but does your friend often do that? Strange. You all right? So in the middle of all this, Strange is in some sort of trance. Yeah, and he's. Zipping all over the yeah. place. Hey, what was that? And Stark looked a little bit concerned there. Yeah. To see all the possible outcomes of the coming conflict. No, I never knew he could do that with a time stone. No. Look at all the different outcomes. How many we win? One. Oh. So important. From this point forward, that that is so important. Yeah. How many outcomes do we win? One. So for the rest of this film, everything that happens has to happen. Yes. For them to win. Yes. Possibly. And Another now, new planet. And now we've now completely switched. <coughs> Apparently there's a dog barking on this planet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, <laughs> speaking just my son in the background. <laughs> speaking of teens. <laughs> Welcome, George, to the Opinions family. Yeah. Okay, so, so before it happens... What? Wasn't expecting this. Yeah. How likely were you on a scale of 1 to 10 to have expected this character to come oh, back? God, no. In Captain America was, what, 2010? Yeah. There's no way I was expecting this character to reappear. Great. Bearing in mind, it's not the same actor playing the voice. No, but apparently the actor playing the voice is known for mimicking other yes. actors yeah yeah that's why he was chosen so it's, it's Red Skull yeah basically so Red Skull they can make it look exactly the same because yeah. again it's a mask and the guy who played him who was also uh, in the Matrix films didn't want to didn't want to it's a 10 year to be fair it's an 8 year gap in between both films well, but he's also he's, he's another he's signed into his contract with Marvel so he signed up for a number of years and he said to him I've, I've no interest in replaying this character and, and they essentially said, fine, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll buy you out of your contract. Which makes sense if the only character you're going to play is going to be as the Red Skull. Yeah. For a, Which is effectively a cameo appearance. Yeah. But definitely wasn't expecting, again, that's brilliant. I, mean, I, I remember watching this in the cinema and literally taking a massive intake of yeah. breath at that reveal moment. Well, yeah, I heard his voice and I was thinking... Oh, that sounds like and then suddenly he appears like, it's a red skull yeah there's definitely an explanation about this stone a little bit more isn't there yeah they, they really go into it at this point don't they so we get 
the time stone we've got we've got to know about quite a bit now through two films this one and Doctor Strange and the soul stone they've definitely given us a bit more information about and this is a bit of a shock to Thanos he didn't know you had to do this no did he not it feels like he didn't but he bought the thing with him that he needed that he loved the most but he needed to know that she was telling the truth as well hmm She's the only one who knows. You, you can see for the first time he's struggling as well, isn't he? Yes. He's actually struggling yeah. with what he's been told he has to do. I dreamed of a day. Moment. Whereas Gamora has misread the situation. So while this moment is playing out, so Babyface Assassin. It's an absolute classic, isn't it? Thank you for using that word. That's what I was going to talk about. Because there was a little conversation with uh, men behaving badly recently. We were asking about what classic beer should we try. And I suggested a few, and then uh, Fergus from Adam said, what's defined as a classic? So, Babyface Assassin, but Roosters have been around since 1993. I don't know how long Babyface Assassin's been out for, but it's quite a while, isn't it? I think it's, I think it's close to being one of their original beers. Because this is a cast beer originally, wasn't it? Well, this again, this goes back to a previous discussion we've had. This is one of very few beers that I have had on cask, keg, can and bottle. Yep. And every one of them, very enjoyable, absolutely cracking. This is, it starts off a little bit, um, a sort of sweet hoppy. Yeah. At the start, dry and bitter as fuck as it towards the end, isn't it? Brilliant. Yeah, I mean that's everything. It's a little bit darker than the modern day IPA yeah. as well. But oh, it's got that sort of uh, bitterness that just goes on forever. That sort of golden colour which I associated when I first started getting into the American West Coast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got that sort of colour about it. And for me, it's almost a beer I, I overlook sometimes. There's no good reason to overlook it. I overlook it. I, I often overlook it. But bearing in mind I can buy this in my local Morrisons, normally on four cans for six quid as, as well, I don't understand why this isn't more of a fridge staple of mine than, than, than it is. Bearing in mind that Morrisons is one of the ones you go to and it's not that far from where you live as well. Yeah. So definitely. Now, I, this is a dramatic piece of music, isn't it? Yeah. So so Gamora's realised that the only way he can get the Soul Stone is to lose something he loves the most. Turns out to be Gamora. So she tries to take that from him. Yeah. Um, but he turned the knife into bubbles again. Yeah. He's good with that bubble thing. And then we just get music. But he's actually, I mean, he's crying he's here, crying. isn't he? He's, he's crying as he throws her over the, uh, the cliff. Yeah. So effectively, this is another one of our heroes. Gone. Gone. Do you want to see a Guardians 3 without Quill and Gamora? No. 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 I don't. Because we know there's a there's a Guardians three is in the pipeline. Yes, that's been talked about, but no, they're two of the main protagonists. I think it's it's probably fair to say at this point as well that Marvel have been good and not so good as well in terms of what comes after this. Yeah, I've, I've got mixed opinions about that. So obviously they've released the trailer for the Spider-Man yeah. film, and I haven't watched that. At the end of this, obviously we know there are a number of characters that fade away yes. shall we say and but moving forward things we know are in the pipeline so it's we know we knew there was another spider-man movie coming, yeah. and we know that there's long been 
suggested a Guardians three yeah. because we know there's another Black Panther in the air yeah. thing as well. So, but we lost a lot of those characters at the end of this film. See, for me, as much as they have done really well at how they link all the films together, after this film. There should have been no trailers apart from the ones which related to Ant-Man and the Wasp, yeah. Captain Marvel and this film. Yeah, no, no trailers to any characters in this film. No. Which is where I think, because in I think it was in the space of a week we got the Spider-Man Far From Home trailer, yeah. which you haven't watched. I haven't watched. And we got the Captain Marvel yeah. trailer. But I didn't mind the Captain Marvel. Because you knew it was coming. Because at the end, of the, yeah. as we'll come to. But for the other ones, that shouldn't happen. It's more classic dialogue coming up. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Just Open up Wakanda to the world. Olympics, Starbucks. But again, see. Ten it's seconds coming, of dialogue. But it's coming together again, isn't it? Yeah. It's coming together of elements of the universe yeah. we've never seen before. <laughs> <laughs> Sets him up completely. Yeah. What are you doing? See, that's a brilliant moment, yeah. isn't it? It just reinforces that these people actually know each other for quite yeah. a while now. Rody set up banner there. Oh, amazing reunion. Yeah. Here. I mean, they're both. That they both should be old. Yeah. <laughs> they look they look aged there, yeah. don't they? And, yeah, and they, they look like they've been through a bit. And here she is. I hope you don't mind this comparison. The queue of no. the Marvel Universe. It's, I feel like that is the inspiration yeah. for this. Because we didn't think of it. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Yes, but there are more than two trillion neurons here. She's taking them out completely with that sentence. Yeah. So take time, brother. How long? As long as you can give me. Oops. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't got long. And again, this is this is what the big Avengers films always do so well. They build to a momentous final act that goes on for ages. No, they do. But you don't feel like it goes on yeah, for ages. Yeah, they do climatic very well. Yeah. Because this is what, I mean, we're an hour and a half into the film. We're, we're, so we're essentially two thirds of the way through the film. So, hence the third act. But this just plays out so well. Yeah. But again, how brilliant, but we've got Bucky back in it. Yeah. Bucky was in the first Captain America film. Then They've tied it all together. Then in Winter Soldier. Then in Civil War. Yeah. Brief, briefly at the end of uh, the Black Panther. And now in this one. Is it that scene? Yeah. You get your defences. You get this man's sheet. Yeah. 
Little nod. Little nod. That, that was one of the trailers, wasn't it? Yeah. That scene. And get this man a shield. Brilliant. Yeah. The cat needs a shield. Of course he does. And look, we've just gone from Wakanda. And we're back in space. Back to space with four. Rocket and uh, Groot. Well, I think we might have talked all over it, but he's going to try and restart this star, isn't yeah. he? <laughs> I love this bit. And, <laughs> yeah. Rocket didn't know this was going to yeah. happen. But basically, all of G-Force. Is this the first time that we really see how powerful Thor is? I think so. Because it's... I suppose it's been alluded to in the end of Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. When he thinks he's got no power because he hasn't got the hammer. And Odin says to him, it was never about the hammer. We get that again though, don't we? Yeah. Because we've not had it yet, but it's coming. But that's essentially what was happening towards the end of Ragnarok. So when he had all that lightning coming through him, it was like, it was never about the hammer just. But the hammer definitely serves its purposes. Yeah. As does the weapon they're going to forge here. But yeah. I mean, he's basically... He's setting a star on light. Yep. You know. Does look pretty impressive. It's very impressive. But like they say, the way it's just jumped from Wakanda to here. Yeah. And you know what? We were fine with that. We're still fine with it. Yeah. (laughs) But they are, literally they've got scene to scene to scene. And even though it's a jump between scene to scene to scene, somehow it seems seamless. I'm not really sure how how they've done that. It should be just it, pure brilliance. But it should be jarring, really. Yeah. If you read this from scene to scene to scene, it would like well, how do you make those in? It doesn't work. No. They they managed to do it. So at the moment, this, you know, they're preparing for battle in Wakanda. Yeah. You know. Well, you don't know they are at this point. They're preparing to battle Thanos. No, sorry, the other Avengers. Yeah. There's been something going on because suddenly. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm, I'm going to call this right now. When we did Avengers Assemble, we were talking about Infinity War, and I called that it was the Hulk in Hulkbuster. I was partly right. You were partly right. You were partly <laughs> right. So, Bruce is wearing effectively one of Iron Man's. Pretty decent bits of kit, which we never thought we'd see again. Really, no, but how did, did how did it end up there? Bear in mind, Stark in Wakanda. There. Yeah, possibly Stark's been storing stuff in Wakanda for years. What? So he also knows where Wakanda is as well, then? I don't think he does, but I think there's hints that his dad did. Going back uh, to original Captain America, they had a well, he knew, his shield was made from vibranium. Yeah, he knew about which vibranium. is only available in Wakanda. Yeah, and the vibranium get the where vibranium. This store comes up once very briefly in one yeah. of the old films, isn't it? I've just got a showdown now. Yeah. So the two children of Thanos. I love the way that the Black Widow still gets some great scenes. Yeah. Essentially, she's got no powers. Apart from her skill. Yeah. That's it. That's her yeah. power. It's her skill, isn't it? She is the baby-faced assassin, mate. Oh. That was well linked there, Steve. That was almost like planned. I oh, know. Now, doesn't this bit remind you of um, Star Wars Phantom Menace? Yes. 
Menace. Yeah. How similar is this? Because in fact, Without Star Wars Phantom Menace. ridiculous Jar Jar Binks thing that was added to Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Let's forget about that. Let's pretend okay. that bit didn't All happen. Right. But the dome. Yeah. That was part of their protection. Yeah. They had all of the drones come down. These aren't drones, they're aliens, but they're aliens who are going to do anything they have to yeah. to get through the dome. And that, it's, very, it's very similar. Because I'm that sort of nerd, I had to do a translation on what Yibambe means. No, well, that is nerdy. Hold fast. I like that. That's basically yeah. what they're saying. <laughs> and that they said pissed her off. I know. So much profanity in this film. She gets all the best lines. <laughs> This, this I mean, is this the is, tension's building now, this, isn't yeah, it? But there's nothing actually happening. Apart from the fact that these aliens are willing to have themselves cut in half yeah. to get through the force field. If it if it wasn't a film I mean you know it's a film, so you have to suspend belief. Yeah. But you get so drawn in at this moment that you're like it's, it's actually happening. Yeah. No, I'm drawn in. I'm completely drawn in. Everyone's showing their skills. Yeah. We've got Falcon flying around. Yeah. But there's, there's just Rody. not enough of them, is there? Yeah, no. They've almost, it feels like they've almost got an unlimited supply. Yeah. Because of these air, creatures to kill themselves. Well, this aerial shot looked like ants. Yeah. See, I wouldn't know that was Northwest Section 17. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have a clue. I mean, I'm pretty rubbish with a compass anyway. Let alone with just a force field around me. No, that was Section 17 to open. Oh, I did enjoy that. I've got to say, it was. Um, that was superb. You know Just what? different enough to everything else we've had. Yeah, because it wasn't the same as Stone IPA. No, completely different. I, I feel like that's more of a... Their version of American IPA was rooted in Britain. Yeah. So it's so it's a British IPA. So there's still a little bit of that... Yeah. I don't want to say woody notes, but that's the best I can describe it. No, the back no, end. no, earthy. Yeah, earthiness, earthy. Yeah. yeah. I love this. It's almost like a sprint. Cap- Captain America and Black Panther, who's who could win in the 100 metres? And Cap's got these new arm shields as well. Yeah, it's a good design, that arm So they've shield. got to be the shields that... But I'm, guess- I'm guessing it's also made of vibranium, though. Yeah. As pretty much everything is. <laughs> Even in the middle of the biggest battle... Yeah. The, he goes, you might want to pick up the pace. Yeah. And suddenly, we're back into space. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that's what killing means, you will die. Brilliant. So even that was a, a slight departure on the type of humour they normally yeah. deploy. I've, I've got to say, this this is rapidly closing in as possibly being 
my favourite film of all time. It's possibly beginning to push Back to the Future. In, oh, in, in, in that. Oh, that's a big call for us. That, yeah, I know because that's where we started opinions on films with our favourite film. Yeah, it was Back to the Future. I'm going to say cheers first of all. Cheers. Because we have so, a new beer, and we've gone dark again. Yep. Oh, you can smell on the oh, nose. Oh my word! I'm, so, glad, uh, I'm glad we've still got some cheese in front of us. Brewdog Paradox, Uncle Duke's Whiskey Cask Aged Imperial Stout. Um, however, it's not as strong as the first Imperial Stout. You'd be pleased to know. Oh, Steve. is it not? No, it's only thirteen point two. This oh, is that all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Step oh. down a notch. Concession uh, Imperial Stout. Thor's burning up here to make whatever's happening happen. But essentially, we'll come back to the beer because, yeah, this this is too big a moment to miss in the yes, film. I'd agree. For the first time, Groot has actually looked up from his game, yeah, and looks concerned. Yeah, and Thor's in a state. Yeah, he's made well he, something. Yeah. So we have some proper huge moment, some proper drama and atten- yeah. attention here, don't we? So we've got the two parts of the axe. Thor's dying; he needs the axe. Yeah. There's no handle. Oh, I love that little look of determination on yeah. Groot there. So essentially. Groot has become the handle. Yeah. And Thor can sense the weapon is there now. Yeah. And that's it. We're back to Wakanda. Yeah. We're straight back into that. I've got no idea what happens. No. And my word, if you thought there was a lot of action going on in Avengers Assemble when they got to New York and it was going on all over the town. Sorry, city. City. You just called New York a town. (laughs) Oops. Uh, Village of New York. Yeah. This is all over the place here, Fortunately, isn't it? I'm not sure we have many people who live in New no, York who listen to the show. No. I mean, these are properly vicious, ugly aliens. I mean, aren't they? their intent, their, their sole intent is to kill and maim, isn't yeah. it? Well, maim, no. Yeah. Maim well, is a means to kill. What's happening here? See, that looks it's like the Bifrost. That looks like a Bifrost to me. Hang on. Since when could a. Uh, the Bifrost be activated. Oh, look at that. And there's the score again. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> and he's got the cape back as well. Yeah. And the lightning. Yep. And a new weapon. Yeah. And then we're back to Titan. Just like that. Not just Titan, Thanos. But Titan. Thanos is here. Why has he come back to Titan though? Ah, oh, because there's a stone there. No, that's where the vessel was going to. That was a pre programmed oh, okay. route, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who? You're much more of a Thanos. We take it to Mars, Dad. Stay extracts a heavy toll. See, there's empathy there again, yeah. isn't there? Accomplished his mission. You may regret that. 
confront you face to face with the master of the mystic arts. What do you think you brought God, this beer is good. This beer is I've good. I've just got to say that. You're home. So this is obviously a plan slash trap. Yeah. Now we're we've, the... ju we've just seen a few bits with Quill, yeah. Spider-Man. Now we're seeing yeah. the reality stone again where yeah. he's he's telling the story of Titan. Yeah. How well is that done though? Because those shapes were there in the background all the yeah. time. And again, this is where he's explaining why he's doing what he's doing. So as far as he's concerned, it's completely logical. Yeah. We have a finite amount of resources, but we have an infinite amount of population. I need to do something about it. The obvious thing is cut the population. Yeah. Prophetic. Yeah. But he still used the other hand to he do it. He used the other hand, yeah. But again, you know what I said earlier, saying that I felt like this film was all action, action, yeah. action. And now we've got dialogue. There's an interesting statement there where he says, Daniel says, I finally rest. Yeah. Which so makes it suggest this is something that has worn on him for many years. Yes. So now we're seeing everyone with their full powers going at Thanos. Yeah. But Thanos isn't taking it lying down, is he? No. And at the moment, everyone seems to be going with the plan. They, they are. I mean, it's, it's a range of abilities that we've got here, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Because so again, Star-Lord hasn't got any abilities, he's just got tech. No, but he's also very skillful in yeah. what he does. And then we've got magic from Doctor Strange. Yep. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Was the middle finger a thing in the 80s or 90s when he would have been taken as a kid? I think it, it just started being a thing then. So, now uh, essentially... <laughs> Peter Parker's been naming yeah. moves on a game. <laughs> but he's also got Strange's cape wrapped around the Infinity Gauntlet mm. right now. I like that little callback to Iron Man and his shoulder missiles. Yeah. That's back to Iron Man, the original Iron Man, isn't yeah. it? That was one of his very, very much first weapon attachments, wasn't it? Mm. It was the shoulders. So why is a little bit of pure action? Quick chat about the beer. So this is a Brewdox Paradox, Uncle Dukes. Okay, so compared to the first one we had from Brewdog. Different beer. Yeah. This, is a lot, this isn't so sweet, is it? There's a lot more bitterness to it, a lot more dark chocolate bitterness, a little hint of roasted coffee in there as well. Bearing in mind you're not a whiskey drinker, you're getting much of the whiskey? A little bit, yeah. But uh, interesting. the interesting thing, thing for me that stands out here is they've gone for whiskey with spelt both ways, essentially. Yeah, so it's E in brackets. E in brackets. So I'm wondering if that, that is therefore a blend of um, kind of Scottish and American barrels. Or it just means they feel they can sell it in both places. Yeah. We've got to go back to the film now. Yes. Because we've essentially got... They're all on Thanos now. Yeah. All using their abilities. And at the moment, it's working. It's, it's working. They're winning. Working perfectly. It's, 
effectively they're subduing him. Yeah. So and they're trying to remove the gauntlet. Yes. Which is the sensible thing. Well, that's where his power lies. I mean, he's a pretty powerful bloke anyway. Yeah. If only one of them had like a sword or something to just to chop that hand off. Yeah. However, the plan may be about to go awry. It's about to go all wrong, isn't it? See, Nebula has worked out what that means. Yeah. No, shut up, Nebula. Please. Don't, don't. No, see, you could see what was going to happen now. Yeah. See? Hey, Will, we gotta call it right now. See, so Stark's realised that. Yeah. No. Listen. Listen to Stark. Yeah. No, because at the moment he's under control. No. Oh. And for the second time. Yes. Yeah. Look, the gauntlet's almost off. Look. And he's awake. Oh. He's got the gauntlet. See, Quill twice. Yeah. His inaction on nowhere has led to Gamora being sacrificed to get the Soul Stone. And because he did that, Gamora got killed. Yeah. So he's now he's angry and ruined the plan. And now oh. Thanos is back on it. He's actually grabbing a moon. A moon. A whole moon. To throw at Stark. Okay, that's some power. It's power you don't want to mess with at this point, isn't it? Let's be honest. See? Quill. So how much of this is down to Quill? Just losing there is, his nerve. There is a lot of it down to Quill. Either losing his nerve or being a teenager. Yeah. He's a, he's not he's a grown man, but he's he's like uh, Tom Hanks in Big. Yeah. He's and, in a grown man's body, but he's a kid. And now the action has switched back to Wakanda. Wakanda. I love this bit, look. Oh, it <laughs> goes right back to the original Guardians, yeah. doesn't it? Where he's on Groot's shoulder. Yeah. Not for sale. Okay, how much for the arm? <laughs> <laughs> Just, there's a, oh, there's another great moment yeah. coming up. Love We're going to have bit. to shut up for this one, I think. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> So the cat and four have a little discussion yeah. about their hair. <laughs> I am Steve Rogers. <laughs> I love that as well. In the background, you've got, just got Groot impaling yeah. people. <laughs> I'm Groot. I'm Steve Rogers. Brilliant. But again, in the height of battle, it's comedy. looking, it's looking comedy, not yeah. great, and they still manage to insert yeah. comedy into it. And then what is this thing that appears? But again, this is very similar to Phantom Menace. Mm very similar to Phantom Menace which I hadn't really appreciated so much before I think no. because no but the, I, more, I actually, the more you say it the more I can see yeah. that and I've never really thought about it before the only reason I'm thinking about it now is because I've managed to block out that abomination in um, yeah. Phantom Menace 
And again, here we see the absolute power of Scarlet Witch. Yes. Yeah. Brilliant job. However, only one problem now. She's out in the field. Yeah. <laughs> See? And, and now they're taking advantage yeah. of that. So now vision is unprotected. But I love what we get from here is a showcase of what the, the female Avengers can do. Yes. Because that's what this is all about now. So we've still got Shuri yeah. trying to sort out vision. Who's now gone? Yeah. But still got enough to, about him. Love that. Yeah. See, everyone gets a line. Yeah. Everyone gets a line. That's, that's what's so great about it. Right, we've got to talk about that beer. Yeah. We just drank. Oh. How tasty was that? That was brilliant. I'm actually quite gutted we only had a bottle of share. Yeah, I mean... How nice was that? Chocolatey, boozy, sweet, subtle sweet finish. But you started to get that um, that milk, almost that milk chocolate start yeah. to come through as well. Yeah, The only problem is, this scene, Banner doesn't know how to operate the suit. No, <laughs> and that's clear. Yeah. Okay, the Hulk's still not making an appearance no. then. So Bruce is imploring the Hulk to turn up. When a couple of years ago, he was imploring for the Hulk he's, not to turn he's up. He's still saying no. And that's, that's the thing that he's... Hulk is actually coming back and saying no. Yeah. Why is Hulk saying no? Is it because he knows he can't win? Well, because for the first time in the Hulk's life, he got beaten. Yeah. The Hulk's never lost a fight. That's true, yeah. And Thanos got rid of him in no, no time at all, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. So, final words on... Paradox, because it's finished and we've obviously opened the next beer. Absolutely amazing. I would take that over the first one we had from them. Yeah. So and another one from the advent, the, 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 the never-ending advent calendar. Wait, can you imagine if those had come two days running? <laughs> Bloody hell. I mean, that was a big calendar in places. Wasn't it just? But that was a tasty beer. Very tasty beer. Very tasty so, beer. So, God... I, I, I'm not sure whether we're going to fit all the beer and action in. I know, but from right, this point let's forward, just quickly say okay. cheers. Cheers, and then we'll tell um, people what okay. we're drinking. Oh, good God, yes! To both the action and the beer. Yeah. At, at this point. Oh! 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 oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. Between the three of the, the, the women, they've just taken out the, one of the children yeah. of Thanos. Oh, the, the, well, the, 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 the female yeah, so child it's all, of Thanos. And yeah. green, bluish blood turned yeah. up. Oh. Vision. Yeah. So they're having these little small wins, these small gains. 
they are picking off the children of Thanos. Slowly. And the, the battle is still ongoing on Titan. Yeah. And this, this is brilliant. Of, it just switches. Although Spider-Man is basically in a holding pattern now. He's just trying to save people from being impaled. That's, that's basically all he's doing. <laughs> Which is us. On, on this episode. That's brilliant. So Spider-Man can't, just... Can't remember everybody's so names. So Peter Parker just goes, sorry, can't remember names. Yeah. This feels like a big showdown now between Thanos and Strange. Yeah. Well, Fanna, so Strange knows he's the only target now. Yeah, Strange has still got a stone, hasn't he? Yeah. Oh, brilliant, look Some, at this. Many I, strangers. I was going to say mystical art, but that almost turned into a Harry Potter quote there. <laughs> but he's got a stone to work out which one is the right yeah. one. Got him. So Thanos knew that was a fake. Yeah. Iron Man's still giving it a go. So we're on to the seventh beer. Yeah. And this uh, is... we have a uh, half acre co beer co gone away. And this is the perfect beer after the last one. It is. And it's a beer that has big meaning in terms of what's about to happen in this film definitely definitely a bit oh this is fantastic I mean we're, we're both massive fans of Half Acre aren't we yes I think that's fairly much on record let's, let's put that out there but name wise it was very handy to have this come out mm. what a month ago if that I mean again we're seeing new oh. new weaponry love that line yeah so Iron Man's giving it his best shot, all the tech, and he's scratched for Thanos. That's it. Yeah. That's all he's done. And now he's getting pummeled. The properly. absolute shit beating out of him. Yeah. Let's, let's be honest. Iron Man's got nothing. No. Not against the gauntlet. Yeah. But this is is this is the is this the moment that Iron Man saw coming? In Age of Ultron, right at the beginning, when he had that vision, what were the looking forward? Yeah, all of the bodies piled up. Yeah, it was definitely a desolate feature in that film, wasn't it? Yeah, at that start bit when he first saw it, because again, that led him to some actions he shouldn't have taken. Yeah. And for the for the first time, you feel as though Tony realizes he's lost. Yeah. But even this moment. Pathetic. Yeah, but just not. Thanos hasn't tried to kill him. No. Well. Stop. Oh. Spare his life, and I will give you the stone. Right now, specifically an hour or so ago, he said, no. "There's only one thing I'm going to say, yeah. and it ain't you." And he's now giving up the stone for Stark. Oh. So is this the one of the 14 million options well, that no, there's led only, them to win? Well, no, because there's only one option. Yeah, so there's only and one option. Give, yeah, to give him the stones. Yeah, it has to be. So that Thanos feels as though 
so, so Thanos can win. Yeah. But at this stage, you still only got five. You yes. still not got vision. No. But there can be no other because. Why would he have given it yeah, away? Because, like I said, an hour ago. He wasn't. No, it wasn't going anywhere with that. And yeah, there's been a little bit more empathy between Stark and Strange, but that's that's not enough for Strange to suddenly say, "I'll save Stark." No. Because what's to say that Thanos won't just kill him anyway? Yeah. No, too late. Too late, Quill. Yep. You fucked it up. Yes. Where is he? No. He's gone. He's gone, mate. Did we lose? You don't hear that said very often in a... Massive statement, mate. Yeah, did we lose? Yeah. It's no longer down to them. No. Oh, there it is! It was there all the time. Nobody saw it. We're in the end game now because that's an American football yeah. term, isn't it? End game. So I thought it had significance, but I never knew it was going to be the title. That's of the next significant. Film. No. Okay. So Thor is now wielding his weapon. Yeah. I could have worded that better, to be honest. Wielding, wielding his weapon on Wakanda. It's not W's, isn't it? <laughs> Ooh. Uh, so there's, Vision, a, there's a moment everyone's realising something's happening. Yeah, Vision had just said, he's here. Yeah. I'm assuming there's only one he. Everyone on my position. We have yeah, Cap knows. Or if you're really sensible, everyone run away. Everyone run away and take Vision with you. <laughs> Bury him deep somewhere where he's never going to be found. And just carry on running. Yeah. Oh no. no. Comes Thanos. See, and the only person who would have recognised that would have been Bruce as well. Yeah. They're all in awe. They are. Properly in awe. Oh! That looks a lot like that trailer in Endgame, that scene. Yes. They're just standing facing it. Where they're going back. Yeah. yeah. That looks a lot like that. Oh, that could be another little bit of misdirection by Marvel there with the trailer. Because I had it in my head they were going back to um, Titan. Yeah. Maybe not. Right, Thor is pissing all over them right now. Whatever they think they've got, he's just slaying them. No, no, no. Listen to him. Yeah. It's another one of those moments that they could have done differently. Out of time. 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 <laughs> Could I do this yet? Yes. Come on. So, I think, I'm, I'm going to go in now, end game. I think there's going to be a, a, a time element to it, a time travel element to it where by going back in time they can change things and they can change subtle things in all of their paths that will lead to a different conclusion ooh 
subtle things that they could all change. Subtle things, because throughout this, there's yeah, been there's been one, a moment where every one of them yeah, could have change. done something no, differently. No, no, you can't all change. You can't all change one subtle thing. But those that are left, who who's left? Yeah, but if you change one subtle thing, who's left? Then the thing that was before won't exist. The only ones that are left are the original Avengers. Yes. So what we're saying is that so each of those has to change something about their original journey that changes the future. That brings them to this point again where they're basically losing to Thanos that will allow them to win. I agree about the time travel bit, but that's a whole whole different ball game if you're talking about all making subtle changes. Because all making subtle changes it affects the whole timeline in massive ways. Yeah. Back to the Future, but like... Yeah, Black we know that, effect. we know that, we know that, we know that from watching Back to the Future Flash. We, yeah. we know you never fuck with the timeline. That's one thing you don't mess with. But I agree about the timeline thing, because in one of the trailers, Steve Rogers is looking at his compass, and the only uh, thing in the compass is uh, Carter. Yeah, Peggy Carter. Yeah. And, and he's been photographed on set in the original Captain America outfit. So, so what is it he could? Oh, they were also talking about rebuilding the army set where he did the training as well. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be a three-hour film. But all we've seen, apparent by, by all accounts, all we've seen from the trailers, the Russo brothers have said that there's nothing that you've seen that isn't in the first fifteen minutes of the film. Did I? A in lot which case, in the first fifteen minutes. God help us. There's a lot going on in that first fifteen minutes. Bloody hell. Oh, and despite that epic battle that we've just talked all over, yeah. <laughs> Thanos has got the final stone. Well, he hasn't. Right now. Well, he's about to get it. The Scarlet Witch has destroyed the stone. Ah. Uh, he's about to turn back time, isn't he? Yeah. I understand, my child. Better than anyone. So, empathy again. Yep. Yeah. Empathy again. Look at the size of his hand. <laughs> it's like the size huge, of huge, isn't he? That, that is just a uh, juxtaposition. Is amazing, isn't it? When he does yeah. that. He keeps to see. He keeps talking about time. Time gets mentioned as more well. Than once. And look, he goes anti-clockwise. Yeah, which is what Doctor Strange yeah. did in the, his his movie, wasn't it? But it's very localised time distortion. Because yeah. the only thing he's changing, effectively, is vision. There's that point. Because she knows what's going on. She knows what she just did. He did it specifically on vision. Normally when they do time travel, it's about affecting everything. Oh, she just ripped it out of his head. And I love the way he loses all colour instantly. Yeah. Which again is a reference back to the comic books, isn't it? Yeah. His vision becomes like a almost like a silver surfer kind of colour, doesn't it? Yeah. Right, he now has all okay. of the sounds. He's now been powered up. It's almost like <laughs> Highlander. Yeah. Oh, can't enjoy that moment though. No. Because no. there's a god coming after you. And to be fair. Fairly much looks like Thor's taking him out. It, yeah. Big axe to the chest. 
Pushing that axe right into him. You can hear it, can't you? Yeah. It's a great statement. Yeah. Oops. And now he's just clicked his fingers. Yeah. I love the way they did this bit because rather than seeing the outcome of what he did it's gone to another place we see what's happened to him yeah so effectively we believe he's in the soul stone I think he's in the soul soul stone at this point because he knows who that is yeah and he knows why he's there See, at this moment, he looks sad. He's always been sad about what he's got to do. He's always not been on board with what he's got to do. Everything. Yeah. So I'm saying, they, they, they haven't just gone for a villain who has no substance and the gauntlet is ruined. Yeah. So back to Wakanda now. Oh, enough power to do that though. And disappear. Right, so right now, it looks like nothing's happened. No. Where'd he go? Where'd he go? Steve? Oh. Now, the first what? time we saw this, yeah, and they just what turn into dust, started disappearing. So Bucky has gone, just turned into dust. They've they've gone away, so to speak. It's a really good segue there, Steve. Oh, thank you very Speaking much. Speaking of gone away, what do you think of it? It's amazing. I mean, <laughs> it's it's West Coast IPA. Are you all so way. glad it's a can each? Yeah. See, this was a shock to me. Yeah. I I thought she was going to go. When he said it's no place to die. Yeah. And then he disappeared. Yeah. So the Black Panther is now... Gone. Dusted. Dusted. The dusting. Yeah. That's what we're going for with this, isn't it? The dusting. Oh. Oh. No. No. Groot's, no. Groot's going. Apparently, the translation of what he said there was, Dad. Oh. <laughs> Oh, you shouldn't have looked that up. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Let, but... let alone share it. <laughs> what sort of person are you? I know. And Falcon's gone. Yeah. And he's, he's right there. He's about he's to. He's right there. He's about to walk over him. I love the way that people went, I wasn't expecting oh. to go. I know. This moment. Mm. So we're back to Titan. Yeah. So she can sense it now, can't yeah. she? Yeah. And she's gone. 
Drax calling, it, calling out for Quill Gone. Quill's gone. Tony. There was no other way. Oh! It's the only way. No, that's what he said. There's no other way. Yeah, but it's the way he had to let it happen. He's the only one that knew it was coming. Yeah. Spidey sense. Superpower. Yeah. Held it back for seconds. No, no. He's going. Okay, this is going to hit Tony hard. Yeah. I. It's one of the first times Tony's had to care about something. I had a little tear in the cinema when I first watched that. See, Nebula knows exactly what's happened. Yep. He got the six stones. He clicked his fingers. Job done. And there we have. What is this? What the hell is happening? Original Avengers are still standing. Basically. With the exception of Tony, who's on another planet. But still standing. Yeah. Well, sitting at the moment, but... Yeah. Oh, God. I think Steve Rogers just realised if it's happening to them... Yeah. It's happened everywhere. It's happening all over. And then we go to some peaceful. It's really peaceful, isn't mountain, it? This moment, mountain yeah. retreat. Thanos, burnt hand. Yeah. Burnt limping hand, a little bit. Limping. Battle torn. And look at the suit. It's yeah. On a, like scarecrow, kind of uh, structure. But he gets what he wanted. Rest. Just gets to sit peacefully. But it's just him. It is just him. He's on his own. I don't think he's too fussed about that. To be fair, I'm not sure he's the person, sort of person who makes friends easily. I don't think so. So, I got to that point and I was literally like speechless. <laughs> well, we, 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 we saw we this saw together, together didn't, didn't we? So yeah. We saw this with, with, with uh, the boys and Michelle came with us as well. And we had to go for a beer. Yeah, we, 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 had, we? we had nothing. No. The, but there was so much that we yeah. had nothing yeah I couldn't speak straight away I, I, I couldn't I was like and I, I know it's only a film yeah but at the end of the day we've invested 10 years of our life in this series yeah. to get to to this point well actually I'd say I'd argue it's more than 10 years so I mean I was definitely a Spider-Man fan as a kid I love Spider-Man yeah I think because he was a kid and the humour both in the comic form and the animation and the 70s series, I was invested in it and all the other characters. So none of these characters, the main characters, were new to me. No, oh. some some of them were new. Oh, the main some, one, to, but to me. Incredible Hulk? No, knew the Did Hulk. You, you knew the Hulk from the 70s series. You know, at the end of every series, 
banner walked off. Yeah. Sad. That tune used to play in the background. So we have invested over a period of time in these characters. But yes, even if even if it's just the last ten years. But the way that's a lot of time. The way Marvel created and developed this series made us more invested in these characters. Well, yeah, because I care. Yeah. So the the first time you see Tony Stark, you like it. Oh, he's an arrogant twat. Well, he is. But now you you almost get to a point where he's, he's not so much an arrogant twat. He, he has a little bit of empathy. No, he's exactly the same arrogant twat, but he's got more empathy than ever before. And he he now has Spider Man has his yeah he's now in a take pe- Pepper out of it. He has responsibility mm. all of a sudden. So we're into the credits now, but we're, we've got one more beer that we're going to drink yeah. during the credits. And we are going to sit through the credits because this is what we do in the film. Well, it's what you're doing. Yeah, it's when, when you in go the cinema, to see true Marvel fans stay to the very end. Yeah. God, that score. It's a beautiful score. But the beer that we're drinking is also very significant in terms of the story to finish with. So we are drinking... Northern Monk's Death, yes. which was released last year, almost maybe 18 months ago now. Yeah, it feels like more than 12 months ago. Yeah, and the reason why we're drinking this is because the original story of the Infinity Stones and the Gauntlet of Thanos was related in the to comics was related to Lady Death. Yeah, because Thanos was brought up by Lady Death, and then he became infatuated by enamoured, her. infatuated, and wanted yeah. well, to spend the rest of his life impressing her effectively. Yeah. So why not finish an incredible film with an incredible beer? Right. Let's get tucked in. We've got a few Cheers. credits. We have indeed. Oh, look, there's a name there. Look, Drax Stunt Double, Rob de Groot. Oh, brilliant. So, is that a real name? It must be. While these credits are rolling, we've got to get through a hell of a lot. So. Okay, so. Post-Infinity War, we had Ant-Man and Wasp. Yeah. Which was traditionally brought us back down to Earth, as Ant-Man tends to do. Well, effectively, apart from referencing uh, Civil War... The rest of the Marvel Universe took a backseat. Yeah. It was all about Ant-Man, relationship with the Wasp, the family, Michael Douglas's other half, that whole thing. Until the very end. Until... Until the post credit scenes where... He was he in, the, was in the, quantum realm. the quantum realm. He was supposed to be brought out and everybody had dusted. Yeah. They were all gone. Yeah, so he was stuck yeah, so that in was the it. quantum realm. That's where we left him. And the quantum realm was set up in the back of his... Well, not his van, but a van. Yeah. And then the next one we had, which was quite a wait for for Marvel fans. Well, yeah, because Ant-Man and Wasp was only a couple of months after. Yeah. So we had Black Panther, Infinity War, Ant-Man and Wasp in about five months. Yeah. And then we had seven or eight months until yeah. Captain Marvel, which we always thought was going to be a game changer. And I think it was. It was an absolute game changer. So, firstly, it was set, in, in terms of the timeline... It was pre-Iron Man, wasn't it? Yeah, it's, pre, it's pre-all of the films. Yeah. So, if you go timeline as in what happened, the only thing that happened before that was Captain America. Yes. Which came to fruition during the film, because yeah. 
we got the big reveal during Captain Marvel that the Tesseract was an essential element of yeah. what was going on. So that's the first time that the te- that you know Fury came across a Tesseract. Yeah, a very different Fury. A very different Fury indeed. He had two eyes. He had two eyes in. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Captain Marvel for us was absolutely amazing. Oh, as a film in its own right, it was fantastic. It's links into the Avengers because there was a line between him and Coulson about do you think there's any more? And great to see Coulson back. Yeah. Let's, oh, let's just brilliant. say that at this point. Um, I, I'm a massive fan of Phil Coulson. So if you watch uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Coulson is an absolute star in that. And I love the way they took his character from the mm. first Avengers film and his couple of cameos in the films before that and turned it into a whole series. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, so it was really good to see him back. But it was, it was Fury's relationship with um, Captain Marvel, which was the star of that show start out film the way they interacted together the way the comedy yeah. went it was brilliant so him and him and Carol Danvers it worked so good even just some of the lines and the way he looked yeah but they've worked out because Samuel Jackson is like 70 yeah isn't he so to, to have brought him back to a point where he looks young yeah well I think it was actually Michelle that told us this, that they'd um, took clips from loads of his other films yeah over the years and brought it into the way they filmed it and used effectively scenes from other films to make him look younger and I never saw that at all no. the only time I thought that the whole de-aging thing was one moment with Coulson it looked film. a bit off when he was on the that stairs. moment in the stairwell wasn't when it? he was on the, was on, like, the, on the halfway point between the stairs like, you missed that yeah. a little bit yeah. it's like he's halfway between plastic surgery Yeah, that was the only time the rest of it was so good and it is it it was uh, fantastic film in its own right so that only came out a month ago since we've recorded this superb film in its own right but, you but can... it, it's the necessary link between well, what's going to happen next you've got some links back to the start of the Avengers even the, the concept of the Avengers comes from this film yep the Tesseract is in this film and obviously you know we're going to come up to it soon but there's a direct link between this film back to Captain Marvel as yeah well. So let's 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 look forward to Endgame, then. So uh, which which we we are <laughs> we are we're very excited about. All we've got right now is four trailers, well, or, 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 or two trailers and two segments. Yep. That lead us to Endgame. So the first trailer is a lot. That the, the theme of it is part of the journey is the end. Yes. So it's basically that them talking each the main each the original Avengers talking through what they're there for. Yeah. Um, and what we get is that original, that, that initial dusting of the logo. So yeah. that you've got the logo and then it turns to dust. Like we've just seen at the end of Infinity War there. Um, a lot of black and red in that as well. So playing with the colours. And then there's, there's, there's the first hint of time travel in there. I, I'm, I'm still going with it. I'm still going no, with no, time travel. I think thing. time travel... I, I, I think I think it's the even, only way they can even change more what's so, happened. Even more so after if you watch all the trailers together, there's a scene where you have um Scar um no, Black Widow. And she's gone from that red hair the blonde hair to uh, the red hair. hair changes. And I'm thinking yeah, I don't think yeah. you have time to do this at the moment. There's a crisis going on. I don't think you have time to do that. 
and you know when they're walking through what is the Avengers yeah. home base and they're wearing those suits but you see that scene of them walking through that home base four times but when they're on the ship I don't I'm not they're not wearing the outfit exactly yeah so and, and they tease that because in that first trailer you've just got the scene and it's, it's a blank room no one's walking through it and in the second trailer it, th- then that was the Super Bowl spot which is only about 34 yeah. seconds which is very much a theme of not us it's not going to be us we're not going to do this and then they go into the third trailer which is the big trailer which is where that scene turns to them all wearing a uniform but it's also the trailer which starts off with Stark on his own yeah effectively sending a goodbye message to Pepper yeah he's saying um, goodbye but there's still that black and red running throughout yeah. it it's still that kind of blood and dust thing going throughout it so credits have come to an end how good, did, how good was this when we heard Fury and Maria Hill yeah. talking? Also, they're in the same car. Feels like Winter Soldier. Yes. Again. And again, she's been a long-standing part yeah. of the Marvel universe, hasn't she? So now we start to see the impact of just people of being happened. dusted. Yeah. So presumably the helicopter pilot just got dusted. Code red. Yeah, I would say it's a code red. I reckon so. What's above red? Oh, Maria's gone. People going behind yeah. him. What's what's he got? What's he got there? Well. <laughs> I love that. That's classic Samuel Jackson there. <laughs> what's he dropped there? What is it? Oh, this is brilliant. It's a pager. It's a pager. It's a proper old-fashioned love pager. It. Love it. Sending. Sending. Ah, oh, there it is again, Captain Marvel. Yeah, so leading us through to Captain Marvel, who gave him that pager, yeah. and she upgraded it during the film. And also in the trailer, the pager appears again. Yeah, because they're trying to boot it up again, and, aren't they? And you get it at the end of Captain Marvel as well, where yeah. she's like, "Where's Fury?" And they're like, mm. "But they try to power it up." Yeah, brilliant. Um. We've over-talked the film. We've actually run out of film, Steve. <laughs> uh, I think it's probably best to give a cheers on this because the death is tasting amazing. Brilliant. How many times do people just say death is tasting amazing? I think it's pretty Ever rare, to in be their life. But yeah, um, let the music on. It's just so good. We're going to play this show out with the trailer to Endgame because I think that's the only way we can finish this I think so is is letting people appreciate what's coming next God seems like a thousand years ago I fought my way out of that cave became Iron Man realised I loved you 
I know I said no more surprises, but I was really hoping to pull off one last one. The world has changed. None of us can go back. All we can do is our best. And sometimes the best that we can do is to start over. this one. 